Thank you for traveling with Amex Platinum. To your right, you'll see Oceanside Relaxation at a fine hotel and resort property. When booked through Amex Travel, you can enjoy complimentary breakfast for 2 and 4 p.m. late checkout. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. The journey to a smoke-free future can be a long and winding road. But if you're ready for a change, consider taking Zinn for a spin. Zinn Nicotine Pouches offer a fresh way to discover your nicotine satisfaction. Anywhere, anytime. No smoke, no spit, and no lingering odor. Get in gear with the Zinn 10 Challenge and enjoy 10 smoke-free, spit-free days for just $5.95. Order online and start your new journey today. Warning, this product contains nicotine. Nicotine is an addictive chemical. What's up, this your boy Lil Duval, and check out my podcast, Conversations with Unc, on the Black Effect Podcast Network. Each and every Tuesday, Conversations with Unc podcast feature casuals and in-depth talk about ebbs and flows of life and the pursuit of happiness. Unlike my work on stage, I tap into a more serious and sensitive side to give life advice and simply offer words of encouragement, yet remind folks to never forget to laugh. Every Tuesday, listen to Conversations with Unc, hosted by Lil Duval on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, or wherever you get your podcasts. Presented by AT&T. Connecting changes everything. Hey, this is Christina Quinn. I'm the host of Try This, the Washington Post's new series of audio courses. The idea behind Try This is to become better functioning humans without having to comb the internet for countless hours. In our first course, we learned how to sleep better. Now we're going to learn how to make our friendships stronger. I'll offer expert tips that are doable and I'll keep it short. So let's do this. Classes in session. Find Try This from the Washington Post wherever you listen. The results are in. A survey of Inc. 5000 companies shows the top barriers to growth. It's taking finance too long to close the books. So slow to launch new products. We need to hire good people and keep them. Too many disconnected systems. I can't see what's happening in my business. Sounds like they've outgrown their business and financial management systems. QuickBooks and spreadsheets worked fine at the start, but now it takes twice the effort to get things done, and you can't get accurate answers. You should know the number one system for growing companies, NetSuite from Oracle. NetSuite is the one system that tracks and manages revenue, cash flow, HR, inventory, projects, even e-commerce for every industry. Now you can run your business from a dashboard on your phone. That's why thousands of companies use NetSuite. It's the only system you need to run your business. Go to netsuite.com fast to get your free guide called Crushing the Five Barriers to Growth. That's netsuite.com fast. What better way to break up the monotony of the dead period before Super Bowl 52 than baseball? That's right. Baseball! Welcome in the beginning. Well, kind of baseball. It's just a guy reading off names and was all excited about it. Man, we are in the air everywhere. The vast Fox Sports Radio Network emanating live from the Geico Fox Sports Radio Studios. 15 minutes could save you 15% or more 
on your car insurance, just visit Geico.com for a free rate quote. And uh, this is going to be a very different, a very different show. And I'll explain why coming up in a, in a few minutes. But it's it's a big event. People get very excited about this show, uh, this this particular show. It's it's a lot different than the other shows. And I, I'll explain uh, in a couple minutes. Uh, m- but before we get to that, before we get to that, it is a mob that is going to take a battering ram and break down the doors to Cooperstown uh, this summer with a gala Super Bowl-level coverage by the state-run MLB network. The uh, the baseball seam heads all aroused, very excited because, yep, it's time. We're talking baseball. Chipper, Vlad, Tommy, and the Hoff. That's, those are the guys going to the Hall of Fame, right? You heard about that. That's the uh, the class of 2018. You've heard by now. Chipper Jones with Atlanta. Vlad Guerrero, the great expo. Jim Tomei, the wonderful Dodger. Trevor Hoffman, a, a padre. And all elected to baseball's immortality. Big announcement. Big announcement. In fact, Chipper Jones, Jim Tomei, both elected the first time on the ballot, which is a big deal, right? You're in the fraternity of baseball, but when you get elected, on the first ballot, like you get special cooties uh, or, or kudos, not cooties. You don't get cooties. You get kudos. That not would be two, not three, yeah, not four. I mean, you might get cooties, but I think they they enjoy kudos more than that. I think so. So it's it's a big effing deal, right? This is a big deal, and it's the the fourth time that the the baseball writers, the uh, the cartel of baseball have done this, and so they're very excited about that. And uh, so let, let's get into it now. You also have Cowboy and Windsor's favorites, Jack Morris and Alan Trammell. They're going to the Hall of Fame. Uh, and so they're going to – I think they're going to spend an entire week having speeches about how great I am and how – it's a living eulogy is what it is. When you go in the Hall of Fame, it's a living eulogy. You're, you're dead as a baseball player, and they're honoring your, your, your life when you played baseball. That's, that's the move. That's what they're doing. Uh, when, when this takes place. But as I always say, the better story is in the losing locker room. The better story is in the losing locker room, specifically on the Hall of Fame ballot, the people that didn't get in, like Edgar Martinez, Roger Clemens, Barry Bonds. And so I wanted to talk about that part of the story. The, the people that got in, it's fine. There's a bunch of former baseball players and a bunch of ink-stained writers who are Waxing poetic with these great puff pieces about Chipper Jones and Vlad Guerrero and Jim Tomei and Trevor Hoffman. It's wonderful. But the players that didn't get the phone call, that's more interesting. Now, you needed to get 75% of the electoral process to get in. 317 votes to get in the Hall of Fame. And the longtime Seattle Mariner, Edgar Martinez, he came close he was this close. You can't see my fingers, but he was this close. 20 votes away. 20 votes. And he's only got one more year left uh, on the ballot for Edgar Martinez. There was a grassroots movement to get him into the Baseball Hall of Fame. Uh, I have no issue with that. The designated hitter has been around for a, th- a million years, and Edgar Martinez is one of the great designated hitters of all time, so that's fine. Now, the Clemens-Bonds deal. Uh, Roger Clemens, Rogers in George's box, but he's not in the Hall of Fame box. Uh, Roger Clemens picked up a little bit in the vote. He ticked up a little bit, a 
little little bitty bit bit, yeah. Uh, and Barry Bonds also. But they're still way far away from where they need to get. And the clock is a ticking. I think the the year twenty twenty two, which doesn't seem like it's that close, but it is. We're in twenty eighteen, so it's going to be here before you know it. And if they don't get in by then, it's lock the doors and toss them to the veterans committee. Clemens is at just over fifty seven percent. Bonds is at just over fifty six percent. They both have to get to seventy five. There's a lot of numbers here, but they're tainted because of PEDs. So in addition to that, you've got Mike Musina, Kurt Schilling, who got over 50%, more than half the Hall of Fame vote, but they didn't get in. Uh, Schilling was at 51%, and Mike Musina is at 63%. All right, but let's focus in on Barry Bonds and Roger Clemens. Roger Clemens is in George's box. Yes, he is. Uh, which is, I think, in the in the ground. It's a tomb. Uh, anyway, all right. Here's the uh, here's the question. All right, here's the question. Calm down. Uh, how confident? How confident are you that Barry Bonds and Roger Clemens will eventually get in to the Hall of Fame? And I, I will set the odds on this. And I, I'm going to set them low. I'm going to set them low. I'm going to go ten percent. I'm going to go ten percent that these guys get in. And my thoughts on this, you've you've got poster boys, selective memory, and the glass ceiling. You've got all three of those. You've got all three of those things. Now, number one, Barry, and I'll link them all together. Number one, Barry Bonds and Roger Clemens are the two defining faces. Now, you could also argue, I'm talking about of the steroid run, but you could argue, hey, what about McGuire? What about Sammy Sosa? There's some other prominent Figures, but the fact that Bonds and Clemens skyrocketed to cartoon numbers. And Bonds is the all-time steroid home run king, and Roger Clemens has a trophy case filled with Cy Young trophies after he originally left the Red Sox, and the GM in Boston, Dombrowski's like, well, this guy, or not Dombrowski, uh, What's his name? What's the uh, the guy I'm thinking of? The uh, the GM of the Red Sox at the time. Uh, it'll come to me. Uh, but he he was like, oh, this guy can't pitch anymore. And then Clemens went to Toronto, and then he won a couple more Cy Youngs. He went to the Yankees, the whole thing. Bounced around the Astros. Uh, but a, a chest full of awards there. So they took this to the extreme. And whatever magical cocktail of gym juice that these players were injecting, uh, they are going to have a very difficult time Getting the hardliners in. Now, they need to get in the Hall of Fame. If you're if you're pro-Bonds and Clemens getting in the Hall of Fame, then you're not going to convince the hardliners. They've already, chi- they've already decided this is not for them. You then have to hope that there's this whole new generation of millennial sports writers that will forgive anyone for anything and are, are good with everything, and it doesn't matter. And there are more of those those baseball writers, the younger baseball writers, that that do not care. They don't care that Bonds and Clemens cheated. It doesn't bother them at all, and they're good to go. Now, number two, my position, showing how I am a renaissance man, my position has adapted with the times. Now, we were on the radio here on Fox Sports Radio back in the steroid run with, with Bonds and all that and, and Clemens. And I had, I'd said – for a long time, that I wouldn't let any of these players in. 
from the 90s, the late 90s, and the 2000s, even the mid-90s, I, I would just lock up the doors and I would let the walls in Cooperstown crumble in. That would have been my solution. Uh, and, and keep you know, the supposed sanctity of the National Baseball Hall of Fame. Now, how did that work out? Yet again, they didn't listen. A bunch of schmucks. Uh, so it seems that the Hall of Fame voter, what they've done here, that the hardline guy has selective memory. Because it's pretty cut and dry here. It's a, uh, it's a, a black and white issue in terms of the fact that you're either against steroid players being in the Hall of Fame as a rule of morality or or you're like, I don't mind it, I'm going to let him in. Bonds and Clemens are not going to do anything to improve their standing. Right? There's nothing they can do. You can microanalyze their web pages on baseball reference and they can try to woo some of the baseball writers, Clemens and Bonds, to get more attention and get more votes. But ultimately, there's not much that's going to change. Now, the last thing here, I, I had a, a mild change of heart. And the, the point of demarcation for me was when a gaggle of players that a little dirty, a little, little bit of uh, stench around them started getting into the Hall of Fame. And so I said, well, wait a minute. I, I, I did some inventory, and I was like, well, I was uh, around the Dodgers when Mike Piazza played there, and I remember some of the whispers, and Pud Rodriguez, and you could dig around and say Ken Griffey Jr., and uh, a number of these players, top players in the middle of the steroid era. All of them, you know, six degrees of steroids, you could connect here and there and everywhere. And they're allowed in, but Roger Clemens and Barry Bonds are not allowed in. So I have a memo to the Hall of Fame voter, the hardline Hall of Fame voter. The PED glass ceiling has already been broken. It's already been broken. It has. They're already in. So this idea that you're going to keep some guys out, the reality is you've already, you've, you've already allowed this to happen. So now, what, are you going to selectively cherry-pick a couple guys and use them as an example? But an example for what? Because you got players in there that, you know, pretty confident they were doing some, some of the so-called dirty stuff back in the day. You know, even this class of, of baseball players, and how do you really know? How do you really know? You might think you know, but how do you really know? with Trevor Hoffman and Jim Tomey and these guys. All right, so the, the Ben Maller Show on Fox. We bring in Edmund Dallas Steamboat Willie. Garcia. Right, uh, now, is, isn't the um, – I mean, is there anyone in the Hall of Fame who failed a steroid test? Uh, that's a good question. I don't – off the top of my head, I don't – Think. Yeah, I don't think so either. So I mean, well, who, well, who, well, where did Clemens and Bonds? I mean, for sure, those were supposed to be the. Uh, is David Ortiz going to get in the Hall of Fame? He didn't he fail a test with the Red Sox? He's up coming up here in a couple of years. He there wasn't there something. It wasn't really black and white with David Ortiz. I mean, 
No, he failed the test. Didn't he but fail it was, the test uh, and this a second sample was clean or something like that? Or Well, yeah, because he stopped taking steroids. Uh, but, yeah. Uh, he, you know, he, what, whatever the process is, I, know, I understand what you're saying. There is, But there is proof and then there is, I don't know, reasonable doubt, I guess. I mean, I don't know if you well, bring if that, that makes type you of sleep term. better at night. I mean, you know. Okay, but I mean, you have to. You have if you're going to allow some guys in and some guys not. There is a line that you have to draw, and I think it's the line is drawn well, at. It's around Roger Clemens and Barry Bonds. That's where the line is drawn. Mike Piazza, who was like a 70th round draft pick, and all kinds of speculation of him doing steroids. Yeah, he's but in. speculation. That's speculation. It's not proof, right? Oh, there's. A lot of stuff. I say I wouldn't let him in I, before. I wouldn't let him. Now that you're, if you're letting Mike Piazza in, you might as well let Barry well, Bonds. To me, they're, the one, spe- they're one in the same. That, there's no difference because one guy got caught and the other guy didn't get caught. But you, I mean, that's like saying, "Well, I heard this guy was was dirty, and there's lots of smoke." But if yes. there's no actual proof or failed test, see, that's the then how do you keep them out? That's the difference between me and you. I just don't vote for him. That's how. But they're already voting for him. See, my, that's my point. But I'm saying my the writers is, have to have a standard. And yeah, I'm the just, standard I, is the, don't let any of these guys in because they're all the whole ear is dirty and don't let but any there of them are, in. But there are players who were proven to have used performance dancing yeah. drugs. And there are players who we think did, but it hasn't been proven. Yeah, so I wouldn't let any of them in. But they're let, well, if you're I, letting I'm, them in, they're all dirty. You're telling me that, that the guys that were hitting as many home runs as Barry Bonds and Mark McGuire and, and Sammy Sosa that they were doing it el natural, and those guys were using steroids, and they were ending up with pretty much the same numbers at the end of the year. You're saying that's exactly what right. I'm just uh, saying the, that if you were trying to figure out why guys are getting votes and why guys aren't, I think that's the obvious answer. It's hypocritical is what it is. Would you not agree with that? I think it is. It's, I, it's obvious here. Anyway, all right. Uh, it's, it's a special night on the show. I, I teased this earlier. Uh, this night, for the first time in 2018 – Newbie night? Newbie night. Yes. We have a newbie night. Uh, some have called it not the X Factor, the Maller Factor, uh, as we, we search around for the next generation of sports talk radio caller. We believe in the greatness of the newbies. I'm a rookie. Yes. Uh, rookies unite here. And so I hear all the time, I, I like your regular callers, but I feel intimidated. I can't call the show because I, I can't live up to that standard. Well, oh, it's a high standard, yeah, all right. There's no standard now on this show. I was flooded, Eddie. On the I did a Boston show earlier, and on WEI, I was flooded with uh, the regulars who needed a little hit of the the show, but they couldn't get in on this show because you know that's the deal. It's uh, it's newbie night. No one will get through. Now we like to bet on this, but what's the over under on how many regulars will get through past the wall of defense with the cupola? Now does does Danny in Nashville count as a regular? Uh, well, he's banned. I know, but he gets through anyway. Yeah, he gets through anyway. Uh, yeah, I'm going to count him as a regular. Okay. I'm going to count him as a regular. I-, I will set the line at two and a half. Over. Over. All right. Now, remember, the last couple of times it's been very close, and then at the end it's gone over. Yeah, it, until the final hour of the show, right? Yeah, we've had to go right to the, like, Angry Bill will sneak in right. or something like that. Yeah. I- I'm going to take the over also. I'm going to take the over. Coop will be in a food no. coma. He'll be eating no, pizza. No, I was going to say, Coop is going to be in an extra good mood yes. because of the pizza. Yes, he will. I'm, I'm going under. Oh, yeah. no, Danny. Yeah. No, no, yeah. no. Look at Danny. How does that make sense? Sucking up to Coop. He's going to be bit. happy. He's not going to care. <laughs> Callers, no. who cares? He'll be yeah. more focused because his no. his belly will be happy. No, yeah. no. It works yeah. the other way around, Danny. Take, believe me, take it as a chubby guy. When you're, when you're <laughs> fat and happy, you don't care about anything. You're, you're, like, yeah. you're not going to be vigilant. 
All right, now again, Eddie, no one might call. We might just have to fill caller-free radio. So uh, we always say on Newbie Night, there's no guarantee that the whippersnappers will call. There's no guarantee at well, all. I have not heard um, whippersnappers It's a good word. It's time. a word I want to bring back, the word whippersnapper. <clears throat> Young whippersnapper. That's a fun word. It's an Nothing out- says I'm an old guy like, no. like using whippersnapper. No, I disagree with that because no, the, the old guys don't even use it anymore. Yeah, they're all dead. Exactly. So I think we should bring it back. The word whippersnapper should come back. Right? It's just words, folks. Exactly. Why are you so offended by words? I'm not offended. It's just, you were getting uh, killed, by the way, Eddie, on the email for your uh, your humble brag about I the Super care. Bowl yesterday. <laughs> so From, what? I had a guy who's been to, uh, he's in the media, 10 Super Bowls, this guy says to, and he was ripping you. Good for him. Says he, he wonders what you were looking at when you were at the games. Uh, just just yeah. looking with my eyes. Nothing special. Yeah. All right. Anyway, uh, if you want to be part, here's the deal. All new callers. No weed man hippie. Uh, no angry Bill. Mark the full name guy. All these regulars, they will not be on the air. No Tammy in Montana. 877-99 on Fox. 877-996-6369. This sounds like a, a lame joke, but it's not. We'll spend some time with a Turkish chef. We'll get to that, and we will do it next. Research has shown that you get even more out of the Ben Maller Show when you follow along on Twitter. It's the playground for our P1s. Message the voices in the night and follow Ben on Twitter. He's at Ben Maller. And you can follow me, Eddie Garcia. I'm at Eddie on Fox. Go, King Eddie. And now live from the Geico, Fox Sports Radio Studios, it's Ben Maller. Well, there are some reports of Danny in Nashville who's banned from the Ben Maller Show attempting to call other radio shows that he's on Fox Sports Radio and that he was uh, efforting to get on Jason Smith's show uh, earlier tonight. If I find out that's true, I'm going to tack on an extra month for his suspension. If he got on the air with Jason, that's an extra month. So he'll be suspended. I think it's been a month, so that'll be still another six months he's got to go. That's the way that it works. Uh, Vols fan Jimmy, who's doing the full Maller Marathon tonight, I hope he's got enough water there, he says, Ben, you've got to let everyone know why Blind Scott didn't show up for the Octagon because the Boston politician was going to put him in jail. Well, that is partially true. Blind Scott, I think he admitted this the other day, that he uh, he had talked too much trash with the politicians in Boston. He was harassing them to the point where they were threatening to arrest him because he wanted the sidewalks expanded and uh, therefore, because of that, he uh, ended up uh, taking a, a little stroll uh, away from the politicians, shall we say. All right, it is newbie night. All new callers all night long. We'll also get to that Turkish chef story right now, though. Who to start off? Uh, let's go to Whipper Snapper Fred. See, Eddie, it's catching on. It's catching on. Whipper Snapper Fred. I'm a rookie. Hello, Fred. Newbie night. It, I had to be whippersnapper after I heard that, and I had to call. So let me just lay a little bit of groundwork. If The reason we banned steroids was because they were going to kill the guys who took them, not because they enhance performance, because you can eat well and you can, you can take vitamin pills, you can do all kinds of things, but the steroids in general are banned because we said the guys are going to get cancer. Are we with well, each other uh, on that part? Well, that's partially true, but it's also – selling a level playing field and that if some of the guys are doing steroids and other players aren't doing steroids, you don't have a level playing field. You're plausibly selling competition that all the players have 
They can all lift weights and they can all do, you know, wear batting gloves and certain things to enhance their performance, but they cannot stick a needle in their ass. Right, but, uh, but the main reason was the needle in the butt is is a bunch of chemicals and drugs that we know are causing their brains to get the wrong size. No, I don't think people care about that, actually. I don't think people really uh, Okay, well, that, I thought that was a major consideration. The yeah. other well, thing... Well, it's also illegal. That, uh, it's, it, steroids do great I mean, things if you're sick. Like, if you have cancer, and they'll keep you going and stuff. And there are some advancements that have been made here, but the kinds in the early days of the steroid era, as I understand it, the doping that was going on, this was... This is not good stuff. But anyway, yes, make your point. Make your big okay, point here, so whippersnapper Fred. Okay, so the other point is that have you ever seen any sports writer, any team owner, or any player on a team say, well, that guy's cheating, so he, he's bad. He, he shouldn't be on the team. He doesn't count. Get him out of here. Uh, no, I mean, I, I'm sure it's probably happened, but I, off the top of my head, I don't, uh, okay, I don't so recall that. Yeah. My contention is that guys like Barry Bonds, were willing to risk cancer and willing to harm their bodies yeah. for the sake of the team. For the they sake were the guys. Well, it was also for tremendous individual wealth. I mean, that's not. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah sure. Yeah. Sure, it certainly was. But the idea that we sit here and we say, you can't be in the Hall of Fame when we sat here and said, thank you for running in the driving in the runs. You're our hero while you're on the field. Gee, Roger, you struck out a lot of guys. Gee, Barry, you hit a whole lot of home runs. Yeah. The owner didn't say, wait a minute, you're cheating. You can't be on my team. And it seems to me you're a bigger cheat if you let a guy risk his health so you can make more money, so your team can win. Oh, so you- you're playing. I know what you do. You're playing the enabler card is what you're doing. These, these owners enable the players. They're the bad guy. Get rid of them. All right, thank you, Whippersnapper Fred. That's a good start to Doobie Night. Whippersnapper Fred. That's a legitimate, hot, sports-related take. Hmm. We could get used to this. This could become a new thing. Man. All right, uh, the Turkish chef, we'll get to that. More newbies. You're a newbie, you're a newbie, you're a newbie, you're a newbie. Everybody's a newbie. Uh, We'll get to all that. Right now, though, Eddie Garcia will give you the latest. Eddie? Well, Ben, in baseball, sluggers Chipper Jones, Jim Tomei, and Vladimir Guerrero, along with closer Trevor Hoffman, all received the necessary votes for induction into baseball's Hall of Fame. Seven-time NL MVP Barry Bonds and seven-time Cy Young Award winner Roger Clemens, involved in performance-enhancing drug use, did not receive the necessary votes. In NBA games of note, Celtics snapped that four-game losing skid. They beat the Clippers in L.A. 113-102. to Rockets down the Mavericks 104-97, thanks in part to James Harden's 25 points and 13 assists. Spurs beat the Grizzlies 108-85. to It was the Trailblazers topping the Timberwolves 123-114. Damian Lillard 31 points for Portland. And the 76ers down the Bulls, 115-101. to Ben Simmons had a triple-double for Philadelphia, 19 points, 17 rebounds, and 14 assists. This report's brought to you by True Car. Online car shopping can be confusing, but not anymore with True Price from True Car. Now you can know the exact price you'll pay for your next car, so visit True Car and enjoy a more confident car buying experience. And Ben, on Wednesday, a better in Las Vegas placed what was called a multi-million dollar bet on the underdog Philadelphia Eagles for the Super Bowl. That according to GM Vice President of Race and Sports, Jay Rude, although Rude declined to reveal the exact amount of the bet, it is apparently one of the largest reported bets in recent years in Nevada. Yeah, we'll have more on that later. It actually moved the point spread. The spread's been going down. The Eagles getting a lot of money, a lot of money on the Philadelphia Eagles with 10 days to go before Super Bowl 52. 
people holding back, waiting to hear about Rob Gronkowski, whether he's going to play or not, listed as out on the injury report in the concussion protocol for the Patriots, who will be back at practice on Thursday. All right, it's Ben Maller's show. We're coming to you from the Geico Fox Sports Radio studios, where 15 minutes could save you 15% or more on your car insurance. Just visit geico.com for a free rate quote. There's a lot of people snitching on uh, Danny in Nashville. A lot of people here. I'm getting a lot of uh, P1s, Maller militia guys, and they are going nuts. They are they are not happy. Now, before we get back to the red-hot newbie night phone calls, does anyone know, I believe it's pronounced Salt Bay. I think that's how it's pronounced. You know who this is? Who? Anybody? Yes. You're aware of this, cool. You know How do you know who this is? Yeah, uh, he was a viral sensation like a few months back. A few months ago. Okay. Yeah. What's he famous for? Cooking and doing yeah. the salt off yeah. of his elbow onto the the steak. Yeah, yeah. He's a he's a Turkish chef, and apparently he uh, owns a bunch of Turkish steakhouses. You know, doesn't that not bathhouses, steakhouses? Get your mind out of the gutter. And so uh, Odell Beckham. I guess he posted this video of he was at some New York steakhouse and this guy Salt Bay was putting on a show and Beckham just seemed like it was the greatest thing ever. He was like a nine year old at Disneyland, and I gotta tell you, what about a nine year old girl? I, I'm full disclosure here. I would be very uncomfortable if I was at a meal and that this guy starts pouring salt down his arm. Okay, I. I mean, it's. Tastes like a touchdown in your mouth. You seen this guy, Eddie? Salt Bay? You seen no, this guy? No. You got to look at a video of this guy. All He's right. very flamboyant. Uh, and he puts on quite the quite the show. He looks like a, I'm trying to think, he looks like an actor. Like he's playing an actor. Which which actor does he look like, Coop? Who do you Johnny Depp? Yeah, Johnny Depp. That's it. Johnny Depp. Yeah, so that's that's apparently a big deal. These socialites in New York are very excited because uh Salt Bay, the Turkish chef, is going on. No, he's there. got all he's got an all black uh, attire, yeah. the sunglasses, the hair. Yeah, that's not back in a little bun. That's not my act. My my guy would be the flamboyant chef that we talked about a few weeks ago. The other guy who set himself on yeah, fire. Yeah, yeah while he's guy, cooking yeah. Chinese food, he'll set himself on fire. Ben, can you try and pronounce uh, his his real name, please? No, I'm good. <laughs> his American name is Salt Bay. He's a, of Kurdish descent, but he's yeah. That's it. He's hanging out in Midtown Manhattan. That's good. You want to pronounce it, Coop? Go ahead. Pronounce it. Well, I, I think I got his first name down. Robert <laughs> Nusret. And then uh, the last name. Nusret? Yeah, I mean, I don't know. Maybe. It looks, it looks well, right. Who the hell knows like who it is anyway? These guys, nobody knows how to pronounce that. They call him Salt Bay. That's yeah, what that's they call right. him. That's, that's, that's if, his name. If anybody could pronounce it, they would say that. Right? They would announce his name. Uh, speaking of Odell Beckham, did you see that he... Got into it. He he got very upset, Odo Beckham, uh, with someone on social media because they claimed that Beckham was fined two hundred and twenty-one thousand dollars since he's entered the NFL. He's been fined over two hundred twenty thousand dollars in, in just doing dumb stuff like pretending to urinate as a doggy after scoring a touchdown, that kind of stuff. Beckham claims that is not the case, and he is not. He has not had to pay that much in fines. Uh, how much do you think Beckham has actually been fined? I don't know. I don't know. I don't know the answer. the uh, the The number that's been going around is like one hundred and seventy thousand, 
which is kind of close to 200,000. I mean, you're kind of in that gray area there. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. All right, it's newbie night. Newbie night. Where do we go? All right, let's see here. Let's say hello to the Critter in Oklahoma. Hello, Critter. I'm a rookie. Hello, Big Ben. Hello, newbie. Ben, I want to come on the radio show and let you know, January 25th, Oklahoma City's going to win a championship. Is that right? That's right. I'm making the proclamation. Yeah. What championship are they going to win? They're going to win the NBA championship. They're going to go. They're going to go to the ship. Now, don't mind me. I'm halfway into a bottle of Jim Beam, but that's okay. Yeah. How's that going for you? Well, you know, just... Hold on a sec here. Let's uh, let's see how that Jim Beam is kicking in here. Can you can you breathe into the? Is the breathalyzer working there? Hold on a sec, yeah, Danny yeah. G. Hold on a sec here. Can you? Let uh, me recalibrate it really quick. One second, Critter. We've, we're working on our equipment here. Okay. As soon as I get the green light from Danny G. All right, it's zeroed out. It's ready. Okay. All right, uh, Critter. I want you to take a nice deep breath and blow into the receiver on your phone. Go ahead. All right. Here we go. Ooh, look at that. Right, Tornado. Stirring here. All right. Uh, what's the blood alcohol level? What's the breath on uh, the critter? Not, not as good as some of the ones we've had recently. It is a 3.9. Oh, 3.9. All right, on the, the Richter scale. New record. No, well, for you it's a record, but for us it's not. That's child's play. you got to do better next time we have newbie night, critter. you got to hit, hit a second bottle of Jim Beam. Oh, okay. Yeah. All right. Thank you. It's good. Called liquid courage is what that is. It's uh, liquid courage. Stop this future atrocity. Yeah, it's good. It's not bad at all. Uh, let's say hello to Devin, who is in Fresno. Eddie's uh, old stomping grounds. What's going on, Devin? Yo, what's up, Benny? Yo, Benny. What's up, Devin? I'm, I'm from the area where Josh Allen from, and I guarantee you, he has not played any talent that will ever see the NFL ever. So I, I'm not buying into the hype that all these scouts are all of a sudden having on him. I'm confused here. So are you pro-Josh Allen or anti-Josh Allen? Oh, I'm against him. You're against him. I mean, okay, I, I, of course I'm going for him because he's from where I'm from, but still, like, his expectations are just... Well, no, no, no. You're saying both things, though. You say, I'm against him, but of course I'm for him because he's from where I'm from. That Those are two totally opposite yeah. opinions. I know. I'm just being realistic about it. He's not going to no, be a, you're, you're, a first you're being, round. You know, you're being a politician is what you are. No. Pick a side. No, I don't want to be no, a politician. No, because that, you got to either pick a side. Are you this guy's going to be a gigantic disaster in the NFL? He'll be out of the NFL in three years like Ryan Leaf years ago before – all of our time, or Johnny Manziel is a more recent reference, or that mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Devin will be the, or not you, Devin, but uh, that Josh Allen will be the next Carson Wentz, and he'll establish himself. I'm saying we're hoping for the best. No, that's still that's not, not an answer. Thing. You should run for Congress. That's not an answer. You haven't answered the question. You have to pick a team. You have to pick okay, a tr- side. Truthfully, truthfully. Yes, truthfully. Don't lie to me. I don't think he makes it past three years. All right, there you go. That's good. You think he's going to be a stiff. You think he'll be a disaster. He's a loser. He'll be back in Fresno hanging out with you, Devin. You'll be talking over beers, talking about the glory days. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah, that's right. All right. All right. Now, thank you. 
It was very real talk of him there with the uh, mm-hmm. Yeah, was that could yeah, that have it been sounded that? like real talk's little brother? Could that have somehow been? Perhaps just not a, a not not just a, a not disciple. A I, I say real talk no. disciple. Coop, yeah. Coop says not a chance because no. if it was real talk. You think he would have ended the call without revealing himself and getting <laughs> yeah. some glory? Well, I cut it off. Maybe, uh, maybe I cut Plus, it off too soon. Real Talk doesn't know where Fireball, California is. And, and Ben, you got him to turn on that whole town yeah. quickly. It's a fair point. I've been That's there, Danny. There's not many people there. It's yeah. not, not a I've lot I've driven of through there. there. Yeah. yeah. All right. Well, newbie night. We've heard from the whippersnapper, a drunk, and Devin, the flip-flopper. So we're three calls in to newbie night. That's where we are right now. The whippersnapper, the drunk, and the flip-flopper. What's next? All right, we have the NHL Puckham. That's actually what's coming up here in a little bit. Time now for the Who Am I game, though. The Who Am I game. In college, I was briefly the NCAA's all-time, all-division-leading rusher. I wouldn't be invited to the scouting combine. I did go undrafted, yet I have enjoyed a 10-year career in the NFL. Again, in college, I was briefly the NCAA's all-time, all-division-leading rusher. I was not invited to the scouting combine. I didn't get drafted. I was undrafted. And yet, I've enjoyed a 10-year career in the National Football League. Who am I? The answer. And more of Newbie Night next. You have to multitask to navigate through life, so make sure to like the Ben Maller Show in the cyber world. Join our Facebook radio family Go to Facebook.com slash Ben Maller Show. You can submit jokes, questions for Ask Ben, and more. And now live from the Geico Fox Sports Radio studios, it's Ben Maller. We'll we'll have an update next hour on a newbie night with an old friend of the show. An old buddy of ours who's uh, still, still a fan, apparently, of our work here. And I'm flattered. Absolutely flattered about this. And uh, I look forward to having some conversation about that. Uh, coming up uh, next hour. But the Who Am I game, in college, I was briefly the NCAA's all-time, all-division leading rusher. I wouldn't be invited to the scouting combine. I, I went undrafted, but I have enjoyed a 10-year career in the NFL. Who am I? That is the question. What is the answer? Let's see. Did anyone get it right here? We're, uh, we're looking around here. Did anyone... Get the answer correct. We're looking, we're looking, we're looking. Uh, Captain Jack Sparrow, guessed by Andrew. Mike from the LBC is going with Priest Holmes. Otis Anderson, thrown out by Marvin, the Michigan man. Bubba got it right, clearly cheating. The Nigerian Nightmare. Christian Okoye, guessed by Ernie. We have the Little Troller going with O.J. Simpson. James checking in with the P. Petros Papadakis. Uh, who else do we have? Wilbert Montgomery from Lamont. Nice little picture of Wilbert there. Uh, Dave Meggett from the New York Bozo. Rod also, the ambassador, went with Priest Holmes as his answer. Yancey Thigpen from Neil Can't close the deal, Neil. Checking in. All right. Uh, Do you have an answer, Eddie? Yes, it's Donnell Pumphrey. Uh, It's a good name. Uh, It's also wrong. Uh, The correct answer, he's played for the Jets, Patriots, Chargers, and Ravens. Danny Woodhead is the answer. Danny Woodhead. You got to think, though, with Woodhead that this is probably the the near the end. He's 32, I think. I think he's 32, and he's been hurt a 
ton. It's amazing he's lasted this long. He's he's tiny. He's a very uh, little man. He makes a lot of good plays, though. He you does. Know, he's like he's fun to team. watch. I like watching him. Yeah, right? you like having him on your team. Uh, but then he gets hurt in, like, week four. You don't like him at that point. That's true. Randy in Minnesota, and then we'll have the NHL Puckham. Hello, Randy. <laughs> Do I make you Randy? Oh, <laughs> that's... Dude. Duke, Duke, I love you, but you got Duke, Duke. All right, that's Jed, that's Jed who fled. Let the record show. That's, that's our one. first regular. Jed who fled. So When's the last time Jed called? He's still a regular? Yeah, he just oh, called me a few hours ago. And, uh, yeah. Oh, boo. Absolutely. He just called me a few hours ago. <laughs> that's just the way it is. So we, we have the whole rest of the show, and if we get two more regular callers, then uh, that's the over. That's the over. That's uh, that's how that works. I'm I'm efforting a story, and I, I hope it's legit. I'm trying to confirm it, and if it's confirmed, we'll go with it at the top of the hour. If it if I can get confirmation, it's a really good story. You're, you're uh, teasing it's, something. It's yeah. the juiciest thing that we've yeah. seen all week, Eddie. Ooh. Yeah, and it's a well, ben, Danny G's It's a Ben Maller show exclusive. I mean, clearly, uh, no one else will have this. It's bigger than the Super Bowl. Uh, it's more important than any story I could possibly talk about, and we will have it right here. And uh, I, I can't say any more than that because we're trying to get confirmation on this, and once we get confirmation, we'll be good. You know what's also good? I'm told it's uh, hockey season, and so the All-Star break in hockey like this weekend, right? That is, that is accurate, yes. Yeah. Where's the All-Star game? Tampa Bay. Tampa, Florida. All right, uh, NHL Puckham will pick two skaters. And we will also pick a goaltender. Loop, who is going to go first on the pick? Uh, that would be Danny G. Gradio. Danny Gradio. Thank you, extra Andre, Andre Drummond. You pick, are you picking Andre Drummond again? <laughs> yeah, you, I said, uh, I said oh, thank you oh, to Andre oh, Drummond. Yeah. He had 40, 24 yeah, rebounds, means, six blocks. Which means Drummond, his next game, will have 12 <laughs> points and eight rebounds. Stop, being, stop being negative. Being, being accurate. <laughs> All right, you All have right. the first pick. First pick, Nikita Kucherov. Chalk, 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 chalk. Eddie. Nathan McKinnon. That's not really chalk. Hey, that's my guy. No, I'm uh, sorry. I will go with. Connor McDavid. Connor McDavid. Kubalu. It's a bad pick. It's not a bad pick. It's it a is. great pick. <laughs> no, it isn't. I, I was told he's Jesus a couple years ago. I will go with Alex Ovechkin. Right. And uh, Mark Andre Fleury. Oh, you sound very confident about that. Was that. A good pick. Uh, I will take my my fellow Bostonian Tuka Rask of the Bruins. Thank you for that. As my goaltender Eddie. Uh, let's go with William Carlson of the Vegas Golden Knights. Oh, you think they'll benefit from the other team having the Vegas flu? No, he's just really good. I'm sure he is. All right, and Danny G, the back-to-back. Let's see, my goalie, Andre Vasilevsky. And he loves the Russians. Yeah. We like our Russians. And uh, I don't think this dude is Russian, though. Jaden Schwartz. May the Schwartz be with you. Back to you, Eddie. It's uh, the NHL Puckham. I believe Jaden Schwartz is hurt. Uh, Just go with it. It's okay. Goalie Carter Hutton of the St. Louis oh, Blues. Such a, an elitist pick. Doesn't that sound like a golfer? <laughs> it does. Yeah, it's just so annoying. Uh, I will take meeny, meeny, miny, can't all be named Ben. Patrice Bergeron of the Boston Bruins. Coop, the final pick. Boston suck up. 
I will go with Steven Stamkos. I don't know if you've seen it, Eddie, but the Bruins are playing some good hockey. They are. They the bees, as I call them. Who's their backup goalie, Ben? Uh, listen, I don't need to get into that right now. <laughs> I picked Tuka Rask. He's the guy that's going to play. You don't worry about backups. Uh, you worry about the guy that's going to start the game. That's what you worry about. Stay in your lane. Stay in your lane. A pop culture icon threatening the Ben Maller show. There's no other way to say it. This is a show staff meeting that we must have right now because the integrity, the goodwill of the Ben Maller show is on the line. Welcome in the beginning of another hour. It's the Ben Maller Show. We are in the air everywhere. The vast Fox Sports Radio Network emanating live from the Geico Fox Sports Radio Studios. 15 minutes could save you 15% or more on your car insurance. Just visit geico.com for a free rate quote. All right, now I, I realize, hey, the Super Bowl's coming up. Give me some Super Bowl talk. We'll get to that. It's on my list. We'll get to that. We have a contest here that we're going to be a part of, and time is a running short, so I want to get to that also. But it has come to my attention within the last 20 minutes or so that there have been some threats that have made, been made against the, the Ben Maller show. Uh, and I, I want to address them. We need to address them. Uh, so a listener named Michael, who's on uh, social media, and I, I don't know Michael. I've never met him. I don't think I've ever talked to Michael. Maybe he's called the show. Maybe he has. So he went on social media, and he he listens to our show. He kind of gets it. And he thought, well, I want to be part of the club. I, I want to be part of the festivities here. So what better way to do it than to contact a, a certain someone who none of us can contact because, well, we've been banned. Yeah, that's right. It's time to jump aboard the USS Enterprise. Captain James T. Kirk, who... This is unreal. This has been going on for three years. I mean, this is, this is insanity. It's absolute insanity what's going on right now. So let me, let me... If you're new to our show, should I start from the beginning? I feel like I have to start from the beginning. Okay. So, several years back, uh, we uh, I have a, a a friendship, a mild friendship, not a great friendship, but a good friendship with with a, a former actor. He still does some acting stuff, but he's he's not doing as much. He does some radio stuff, uh, TV's uh, TV's Hunter, uh, Fred Dreyer, uh, who played in the NFL. And, and Fred, we've had him on here. He's been in studio, and we want to bring Fred back. Uh, Fred's offered to come back. I'm a big fan of Fred Dreyer. And, and anyway, so, so Fred and I uh, struck up a friendship several years back, and Fred Dreyer would send me tweets uh, every once in a while, and he would include uh, several other people in Hollywood and whatnot in these tweets. And he happens to, we, we, we happened to have apparently, at the time, we, I thought it was a mutual friend. Uh, it's turned out maybe not. William Shatner. William Shatner, pop culture icon William Shatner. And so Fred Dreyer, it's very it's such a, a Hollywood story, right? It's such a Hollywood it's just wonderful. So Fred Dreyer would tweet me and TV's TJ Hooker, James T. Kirk, Captain James T. Kirk. Uh, and and so 
Shatner would respond, and I, I, I at the time I had never spoken to him, and he would respond to me. So I, in my mentions, I would, I would look at my mentions, and there he was, William Shatner would pop up in my mentions. And so I responded to him. He was like, hey, William Shatner, man. I grew up watching Star Trek. Everyone... Captain's log, stardate 3196.1. Yeah. Exactly. A distress call from the Pergeum production station on Janus 6. That's right, man. I mean, at one point I even took a vacation with Priceline because of Shatner. You know, it's a big deal, big effing deal. So, and he responded several times. And, and then at some point, I, I guess things went, went sideways. And, and it was nothing I did. I, the, the, the tipping point was when I asked Shatner who he liked in the Stanley Cup final. That year it was Tampa Bay and Chicago. And that was apparently obscene and offensive because uh, Shatner blocked me and said checkmate and <laughs> danced on my grave, uh, that whole deal. So I advised my staff here. We had a staff meeting on the air. Uh, my guy, Eddie Garcia, uh, said, release the hounds, release the dogs. Brother. The Maller militia did their thing. I At, at no point did I feel like it was uh, out of control. There's people trying to say hello to William Shatner because we couldn't get a hold of him. Uh, and like a year ago, it was his birthday, and we you know, wished him a happy birthday, which I think is the right thing to do. I think it's, I think that's the classy thing to do, happy birthday. Now, who doesn't like hearing happy birthday? Everyone likes to hear happy birthday. Well, I now advance the story because uh, Michael, again, the guy I referenced earlier that I do not have any you know, actual real-life relationship with, but Michael was, I guess, bored tonight, and so he sent a message to Shatner on Twitter, and, and he was upset with me. He said, Ben, I thought you said I'd tweet to William Shatner, Ben Maller says hello. He'll block me. And, and then Michael got upset because it hadn't happened yet, and so Michael says, the a-hole still hasn't. Can you help me, Ben Maller? I'm a fan, but not in the P1 category. So to that, which isn't honest, I mean, the man wants to be blocked. Just block him. What do you think William Shatner did? How do you think Shatner handled this? Uh, and and I, I can't see any of this because I am blocked, but people are taking screenshots and they're sending this to me because otherwise I wouldn't have the story. So that's why I was unsure whether this actually happened and somebody wasn't just having fun with Photoshop. Uh, so anyway, William Shatner, a Hollywood icon, Hollywood legend, then tweeted a bunch of, of companies here, clearly confused where I work, and said the following. This is the, I'm quoting William Shatner from his uh, social media account, his very public social media account. He said, quote, so this continues with one of your employees using his show to have his listeners harass me. (laughs) And then he says, should I contact, and he mentions a government agency, or will you look into this? And then he has an emoji. All right, so how should we proceed here? The question, let's discuss, how should I proceed with this? Uh, William Shatner is 86. He's going to turn 87 in March. My thoughts on this are, uh, number one, and I, this this might be too much for Shatner, harmless fun. That would be number one. 
Uh, number two, what is your – let me bring in Eddie. What's your definition of harassment, Eddie? Is having someone say, hey, wish uh, – say hello to William Shatner. Is that harassment if it's on a uh, social media platform where you're interacting yeah, with your that's, fans? Yeah, that's the thing. You, you've put yourself out there to interact yeah. with people. Exactly. And uh, they're interacting with you, and you have got a problem with it, apparently. Yeah, why would you have to be rude about it? Now, was there a reason why you uh, you didn't mention uh, all the places that he uh, tweeted well, about I think, us? I don't think it's important. I, mean, I think uh, it's hilarious. Well, he thinks that I work at ESPN, yeah. Uh, which is, uh, yeah, and you Disney. Disney. And, uh, <laughs> yeah, there's some Disney intern right now scrambling yeah. to see if you're on the payroll. Exactly. You know, years, of course, over there in Bristol, Connecticut, I, my I'm, other home. I'm very concerned about what ESPN's going to do to us. So I, we should cease and desist I immediately. I am going to be disciplined. I am sure I will not be able to appear on SportsCenter, Eddie. I will be banned from SportsCenter, and it's going to be devastating. <laughs> so it's just, uh, it's just wonderful. Just absolutely marvelous. Uh, so think of a spinoff. You know what they ought to do? they got a lot of out-of-work writers in Hollywood that listen to the show. I have a, I think it's a brilliant idea. Bring back the Star Trek franchise. Bring back Captain James T. Kirk, right? Right there, Star Trek. And when they're fighting the Klingons, what Captain Kirk will do is just send out a tweet saying he's being harassed by the Klingons. Can someone come help? Right? Wouldn't that be great? Get the U.S. Federation, what is it, United Federation of Planets? Is that, that, that what is, it was? That is accurate, yeah. yes. Get those guys together and, you know, good guy, bad guy, right? And there have been so many different Star Wars TV shows and movies Star over Trek, the yeah. years. Or Star Trek, I keep saying Star Wars, but Star well, Trek. Well, you know, he was a former police officer, T.J. Hooker. He could get the yeah. cops after us. Yeah, he's t- he could he ride on the hood of a car while uh, it's moving. Who knew? I mean, I, my memory of Star Trek when I was a kid, and it was a cult phenomenon, was that they got by the Trekkies, I mean, or they got by the uh, the Klingons. Right? They beat the Klingons. They can't. The Maller militia saying hello is too much. I mean, man, Eddie, this is. Uh, I you know, I feel like I'm being harassed here. I feel like I'm the victim. If you want to play the victim card, I mean, you're interfering with me here. How dare you? What's up with that, Eddie? It's not right. So this the one thing I do find interesting about this is that we kind of thought that. There was someone handling William Shatner's Twitter account. Yeah, but to uh, me, no. there's no doubt this is from him. No, he's sitting in his house in the Hollywood Hills, and he has—he's bored out of his mind apparently, and he's on Twitter, and he's just randomly answering uh, questions. Like I—I I do that, but I am not a pop culture icon. Supposedly. Well, you—you you also don't get any negative tweets. So, no, I mean, not at you all. You don't have to deal no, with no. this kind of thing. Of course not. Never, never happened. People, people only love me. It's just uh, all right. So, if you have any suggestions on how we should proceed here, uh, we've we've called a, a staff meeting here on the Ben Mather Show, and again, uh, William Shatner uh, has an issue with our show, and uh, he thinks uh, number one, he thinks I work at ESPN, which I don't. What was your wife's name? Fox Sports Radio, iHeart Media, and I also work for occasionally WEI in Boston. That's who I work for, uh, and uh, place in New Zealand, which I also don't think is Disney. Last I checked. So I just want to be uh, clear on that. Uh, people are responding now. Some of the senior members of the Mallard Militia checking in, Eddie. Uh, what do they have to say, Ben? Uh, Manic Mike says that Shatner responded to him in a similar manner but did not block him. about that? Uh, this guy says Shats likely got triggered because he grew up a big Habs fan uh, the, uh, in Montreal, and so you asking him who he was taking in the finals was a reminder that he's got no horse in the race. 
Well, that's what he said. All right. so other people are recommending that the, the Mallard militia unite. I, I, we can't, we can't unite. I mean, there's nobody left. He's blocked. He blocked pretty much everybody back when we were going through this. Who's left? You know, I mean, what are we supposed to do here? So, I hope he's okay. I mean, Interesting he's development. Man. Yeah, I mean, I don't. If I thought I was harassing William Shatner, I would have stopped. We're not harassing. Saying is saying hello. How can harassment. we harass him? We we've been. I know. Blocked. I got nothing to do with it. Yeah. He's upset. We're we're just pointing out that if you say hello to him, he'll block you. I guess that, he's not blocking has, people. Yeah, anymore. that has typically been the case. Yeah, I mean that'd be a pretty good episode of T.J. Hooker, right? You know, get a harassment call. Uh, what you gonna do? You know, I mean, call T.J. Hooker up. And there you go. Didn't he do? Uh, was it was a rescue nine one one? He was on right. that also. That's right. Did he? Maybe he'll call nine one one and uh, report us. Did he have an issue with people saying hello to him? Yeah. This is a big story, Eddie. This should be in the tabloids. We should get, I mean, this is a huge deal. I mean, I'm sure is, it'll be in the Hollywood Reporter tomorrow. I know Shatner is appearing on the Comic-Con circuit, but this is a big This is a big thing. All right, if you want to help us out on that, it is newbie night, so it's new callers, and you can be part of the show. The number has not changed. It has not changed. It's the same old number, 877-99 on Fox. 877-996-6369. And again, you know, I, I'm going to be the I'll be the grown-up here. I know I'm not anywhere near 86 years old, but I'll be the grown-up. Do not tweet hello to William Shatner. That would be wrong. You should not do that. That is immature. It is he cannot handle it. Do not listen to me. Do not contact William Shatner and say hello. <laughs> I'm going to end this right now, Eddie. I will be the adult. It would be wrong. It would be wrong to do that, and you should not do that. Now, if you do do it, let me know what he says. But you should not do that. Are we clear, Eddie? I've been very – I'm on the record. We Don't, are clear. Do you agree with me, Eddie? We, ha- we have nothing to do with any harassment yeah. of William Shatner. I can't harass someone on social media that has blocked me. I can't. Uh, Danny G, you agree with me on that? You should not contact Shatner and say hello. No. Should not do, do that. Do our, not do that. From our show. He's clearly upset. Koopa Loop, any disagreement? We should not contact Shatner. The, the listener should not say hello from the Ben Maller show because that would upset him. Definitely not. That's just plain rude. You don't. That's elder abuse. We don't want to pick on uh, – we, we like Shatner. We really like him. He's good for our show. He's a big fan. He knows who I am. Think about that. When I was a little boy watching those episodes of the USS Enterprise flying around and Star Trek and all that, did I ever think – I'd be a grown-up doing a, a 2 a.m. to 6 a.m. Eastern show, and William Shatner, would, I would be in his head. I never thought that would happen. T.J. Hooker. This is a, a pop culture icon. Screenwriter, a director. He'll sell you crap you don't need as a pitch man on TV. All of that. And, and, and here we are, and he's upset with us. Do not contact him. Do not, don't contact the Trekkies. Do not do it. All right. Uh, again, 877-99. I've been very clear, Eddie. 877-996-6369. <laughs> All right. On the comeback trail. On the comeback trail. We'll get to that. That uh, that We end the, the meeting now. We'll get back to regularly scheduled programming. We'll get to that. We'll do it next. Research has shown that you get even more out of the Ben Maller Show when you follow along on Twitter. It's the playground for our P1's message, the voices in the night, and follow Ben on Twitter. He's at Ben Maller. 
And you can tweet at and follow our executive producer. He's always manning the phones. He's also the liar, liar, and the menace of the Fox Sports Radio Network. It's the Coop de Loop, Justin Cooper. And he's at UH Bronco Fan. Moo. And now live from the Geico Fox Sports Radio Studios, it's Ben Maller. Well, again, do not contact Shatner. Listen, I, I I cannot stress that enough. Do not do it. Leave the man alone. All right. Uh, the Maller militia, though, very very active here. A lot of lot of comments coming uh, coming in. Uh, people pointing out that Shatner has 2.5 million followers, and he's worried about a 2 a.m. to 6 a.m. Uh, radio show. It is fascinating. I, I admit, it is uh, it is absolutely fascinating. Now, Dylan had a good idea. Dylan said the Maller militia should fill Shatner's mentions full of positive thoughts so he knows that he's not being harassed. Well, Dylan, I've never, ever uh, re- you know, said harass uh, Shatner at all. Have, Eddie, have I ever? You've been listening this whole time. You've been on the air with me all. Have I ever said go harass William? No, Shatner? not at all. And and in fact, uh, he blocked you. Well, yes, with, first. We, just all you did was ask him who's going to win the Stanley yeah. Cup, and then he—that's what you asked yes. him, and he blocked you. So harmless, harmless. And, and the joke has been, if you just contact him and say something innocuous, like yeah. like you did, you get blocked, and that's what yeah. people have done. Look at Rachel, one of our senior female. Well, she's not old, but you know, one of our uh, long-standing female listeners. This is not Rachel and Montebello. This is the other Rachel, right? And and Rachel's been a big member of the Maller Militia. And and she says last year when we told people to wish Shatner a happy birthday, she got blocked for wishing him a happy birthday. What is har- What is is that harassment if you wish someone a happy birthday? What kind of world are we living in? What kind of that's not my world. What kind of world is that? He spent so much time on the USS Enterprise out there in space, Shatner. That he's confused when somebody says good things. He's confused by this, apparently. I don't get it. I, I, I have no idea. He's a snowflake, Ben. No, no, no. Don't say that. That's hurtful. Don't say that. That is hurtful. How dare you. All right. Uh, let's go to the phones. It is. By the n- way, that was actor on actor crime right there. <laughs> I know that was. Tough times in Hollywood, Eddie. They're... Uh... They're fighting their own. All right, let's go to Cookie Monster Mike on a newbie night on the Ben Maller Show. It's all new callers. Hello, Cookie Monster Mike. Hey, Big Ben. Thanks for taking my call. I just wanted to say that you guys got a great show, man. I I work nights. I just started listening, uh, started this football season, and I listen from 6 in the evening to 6 in the morning. You guys are the best show on in that block oh, of time. We're very kind. Thank you for that. I appreciate it. Very nice. Ah, thank you, guys. The best part is when you get Koopa Loop all pissed off. I don't know if I can say that, but when you get them all bent and he's all screaming at you, it's best. Yeah. Well, normally that involves Laker conversation. Any negative yeah, Laker exactly. conversation, yeah. he, he becomes unhinged. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Hey, I was going to talk about steroids, but now you're talking about Shatner. I have a Shatner story. I uh, had flown back east. This was back. I was making air conditioners. I flew back east to fix some units that we had made. And on the way back, our flights got delayed, and we got bumped up to uh, first class. And I was sat in a seat across from William Shatner. You did. You sat right there in the same plane. Oh my god! Yeah, first class. I was all excited, but I didn't want to be a. I didn't want to be a geek fanboy, you know. So I was just like playing it cool. Yeah, you were trying to be a cool guy. Yeah, sure, sure, sure. But it's the first time I'm. And probably only time I'm ever going to fly in first class. So I was living it up. I had the light on. I was drinking wine. 
you know. And <laughs> you're like, he, can, can he, I have some extra shrimp? Yeah. All right. Go yeah. Ahead. Exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And um, me and my buddy were were chatting back and forth, and it's it was a late night flight. Fucking Shatner uh, uh, calls uh, the stewardess. <laughs> oh, oh, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Uh, yeah, yeah, right, Shat, Shatner calls the the guy over. <laughs> Shatter calls the stewardess over and yells at her to come and yell at us to turn the light off and let him sleep. Oh, well, you that's complete a... douche. Uh, yeah, I'm sorry, yeah, cuss. I know. Yeah, don't cuss. All right. Uh, All right. Uh, Mike, thank you, man. And I'm glad you found the show. And that's uh, an interesting story. I, I, you know, sounds believable. I wasn't on the plane, but I, I want to believe that story is actually true. And there you go. Interesting. <laughs> Can we <laughs> save that one part? <laughs> <laughs> well, which part? There were a lot of good parts. Well, the, the bleep part. We could bleep that out, Danny, and use that. Yeah. Well, by the way, I, I would point out, <laughs> Eddie, for the record, I, I, I will point out that if that had gotten on the air, we would have gotten, Shatner would have gotten his dream come true if that had potentially uh, gone on the air. So just want to reference that. All right. Uh, who's next? Well, let's see here. Uh, Dwayne the cart driver. He's in Minneapolis. It's newbie night. He's a newbie. Hello, Dwayne. Hey, Ben. Welcome, Dwayne. What you got for me, Dwayne? Well, we had the first arrivals for the Super Bowl tonight. You did? You're going to give me the inside skinny? Yep. The, the police dogs, the bomb dogs are here. We, 50 of them are hired by the NFL. 50 police dogs showed up? Is that right? The bomb Bomb sniffing dogs. Yeah. Oh, the bomb sniffers. Yeah, the bomb sniffers. Interesting. Yeah, you you work at the airport, Dwayne? Yeah, I, I'm the car driver that called you about the William Shatner story a oh, long yeah. time ago. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I remember you. All right. Yeah, see, here's what I need. I need I need you and, and your fellow guys there. You're going to be my paparazzo. I'm not TMZ. I'm not Harvey Levin. But you got, Dwayne, yourself and your guys at the airport and the people that work at hotels in Minnesota and if you're a Uber driver, a cab driver, I need you guys to support the show next week because you're going to see all the good stuff. Because you're there, you're on the ground. You're you're going to be my eyes and my ears for me. Sounds well, so, good to me. All right, yeah. So if you see anything that you think will be interesting for the show, just feel free to let me know. And if you can't stay on hold, let Koopa Loop know, and uh, and we'll we'll pass that on. All right, Dwayne. Sounds good. All right, man. Thank you, Dwayne. All right, there you go. Stay, You're welcome. Stay warm. There's uh, Dwayne. The dogs the have landed. That, that, yes. that guy's the only uh, the only Mallard Militia member to have met my family. Oh, that is, that's right. Yeah, my, my dad and my, my grandpa had a connecting flight in Minneapolis and, and just happened to- Run into Dwayne. Yeah, be picked up by, by Dwayne. <laughs> And what's the story again? How did this uh, this all pop up here? Did you- I mean, my like, so he's driving my my grandfather, my dad to I guess their their next gate. I, I don't yeah. know where, but uh, you know, my my grandfather, of course. I they mentioned that they were from Los Angeles, and yeah, I'm sure anywhere you know you've know that you anywhere you go outside of California, you mentioned you're from you know L A. They're yeah. like, oh, you know, do you know any? You know any celebrities? Oh, they dropped your name. You, and so my grandfather's very yeah, proud my, of you. Yeah, too. my grandfather's yeah. like, oh yeah, you know, you're my my grandson. A, a doting, in, doting grandpa. Yeah, yeah. he was in Liar Liar, and <laughs> the, and Dwayne goes, oh, oh, you mean Koopaloop? <laughs> <laughs> that's awesome. Yeah. That's awesome. And your grandpa's probably, wait a minute, no, that's that's a dopey radio show. He was in the movie. <laughs> Who the hell cares about a stupid radio show? Anyway, all right, that's good. All right, it's uh, the Ben Maller Show. We're going to have Maller to the third degree. We'll also get the comeback trail as well. 
And a lot of uh, senior members of the Maller Militia have a lot to say about this development here with pop culture icon William Shatner. We'll get to the bottom of it. Eddie Garcia, though, will give you the latest on Fox. Eddie? Well, Ben, let's start with some baseball, where sluggers Chipper Jones, Jim Tomei, and Vladimir Guerrero, along with closer Trevor Hoffman, all received the necessary votes for induction into the Baseball Hall of Fame. Now, designated hitter Edgar Martinez finished 20 votes shy of having enough votes to get in and becoming the first DH ever to get in the Hall of Fame, maybe next year for Edgar Martinez. In NBA games of note, the Celtics snapped that four-game losing skid. The top team in the Eastern Conference beat the Clippers in L.A. 113-102. Rockets over the Mavericks 104-97. James Harden, 25 points, 13 assists for Houston. Spurs over the Grizzlies 108-85. It was the Trailblazers top of the Timberwolves 123-114. Damian Lillard, 31 points. And by a triple-double from Ben Simmons, 19 points, 17 rebounds, 14 assists. The Sixers beat the Bulls 115-101. This support is brought to you by True Car. Online car shopping can be confusing, but not anymore with True Price from True Car. Now you can know the exact price you'll pay for your next car, so visit True Car and enjoy a more confident car buying experience. And Ben, a note from the NFL where the league and the Players Association jointly concluded that Carolina Panthers star quarterback Cam Newton uh, well, he apparently the organization did follow the concussion protocol yes. uh, in that game against the Saints recently, and uh, so there will be no penalty for the Carolina Panthers uh, for that uh, game where a lot of people thought that. Remember, Cam was was out there and he kind of went down to a knee, and yeah, yeah, people yeah, were saying, yeah, yeah, yeah. "Oh, he was buying time for the backup to get warm and all that stuff." So apparently, uh, they are saying the team acted appropriately, so no penalties for the Carolina Panthers. Devastating to the many medical examiners, the amateur medical examiners on Twitter that were convinced they had them. They caught the Panthers cheating or bending the rules. It's a Ben Maller Show. We're coming to you from the Geico Fox Sports Radio Studios. 15 minutes could save you 15% or more on your car insurance. Just visit geico.com for a free rate quote. Do you see this Jerry Rice story? I, I have not seen the Jerry Rice story. So Jerry Rice did a podcast interview with Schefter. And the issue of John Gruden came up. And not to give you the full, long-gated story, uh, but Jerry, Jerry Rice started out joking around about how he told John Gruden that he would have 80 catches for the Raiders if they brought him back. Hell yeah. And, and then by the end of it, and I heard the clip, it, by the end of it, now some of it was kind of like just goofing around, joking. But it sounded to me like Jerry Rice had a lot of seriousness to his voice also. Like he... He wants to play football still for the Raiders. Like, he, he wants to do oh, it. Oh, no. What, who does he think he is, Rafael Palmero? Or uh, what's the, the the running back that we talk about every year uh, That uh, from Georgia? What's his oh, name? Herschel Walker. Walker. Yeah, every year, Herschel Walker. There's a story I mean, that just because you wants- can do a 1,000 sit-ups a morning, and God bless you for being able to do that, that doesn't mean you can play yeah. in the NFL anymore. So Jerry Rice, he was asked uh, whether or not if John Gruden said, hey, can you come to training camp this summer? Uh, that's what Schefter asked Jerry Rice, and Rice kind of laughed a little bit, and uh, he said, I wouldn't even give it a second thought because, you know, I played it for over 20 years, and I still think I played it the right way because I was a little kid on a football field. I think I made everything worthwhile, and so he said he would, uh, he said it would come back. Jerry Rice is double nickels. He's 55 years old. He was, uh, I think it was last season, maybe this season, he was at a 49er practice and he dressed out yeah, uh, and went through drills and all that kind of stuff. And, you know, it was good video, I guess, at the time. But 
Yeah. I don't know. Do you think he tried? To, he was well, trying I, to I convince have, himself he could still play. I, I have two thoughts on this. Number one, it won't work. Of course, it won't work. He's fifty-five years old. He wasn't good at the end of his run when he was you know, bouncing around from the Seahawks to the Broncos. Number two, I hope it happens because I want to see it. I'm all for it. I think it would be great reality show. Make it an NFL film spectacular. It would be wonderful. Uh, have him teach the wide receivers of the Raiders in training camp. I think it would be marvelous. I am fully in support of this. Right? I, I'm all for it. Yes, he plays the game the right way, even at age 55. Danny, you're the Raider fan on the show. You uh, have any problem with Jerry Rice going to training camp with the Raiders at age 55? Ben, he would be amazing as a coach. As a coach. Yeah. But he wants to play. Like, he wants to catch passes. Oh, he was kidding around. No, no, I don't think he was. I think there was some truth in that. He's uh, he's got a lot of confidence, a lot of bravado. You got to have a lot of bravado to be a, a big time star athlete or good at anything, good at anything at all. Uh, Matty G writes in. He says, "I uh, shared this a little while ago. I I've never never tweeted William Shatner yet. I am blocked." Matty G says he's convinced that Shatner goes around and blocks anyone that says they're a P one of the the Ben Maller show. He did it to me, and I've never tweeted him in my life. I'm blocked. There's another one. And I think Coop is the same way. Huh. Yep, I've never tweeted him, and I'm blocked. Interesting. Like, why would you do that? Like, I think it's because people tag us in their yeah, tweets. Yeah, that's got to be it. Well, guilt by association. There you go, guilt by association. Uh, Fluffy Dave. I don't know if this is helpful, Fluffy Dave. Uh, Fluffy Dave in Minnesota said he tweeted Shatner. He says, the Ben Maller Show wants to know who you think would win a fight, Smokey Bear or Bigfoot. <laughs> I think it would be a heck of a battle. Who you got? Yeah, I don't. I don't know that that's helpful. <laughs> I don't think we need that. You know. You know. How about we send him like great quotes from like Martin Luther King and other great uh, peaceful people? Why, not, why don't we do that? Ben, we need to start a second account for you, and you tweet him and ask him who he thinks is going to win the Super Bowl. Oh, that's a good one. Yeah, I'll start like a dummy, uh, yes. dummy account. Yeah, I'll, I'll, that's a good idea. Be like Kevin Durant. Yeah, yeah. Everyone should have like five Twitter accounts. Right? You're supposed to do. I learned that from Durant. That's what he does. All right, so, uh, Ben Maller's show on Fox. Look at the time. Look at the clock up there. Man, oh, man. It's Maller. How about that? To the third degree. This is when Big Ben gets grilled. All right, here we go. It is third degree time yet again. Look at the clock. Where does it go? Where does the time go, I ask you? And we bring in the master of ceremonies, the Coop de Loop Justin Cooper. But on Monday, Terrell Owens got on Twitter to defend the honor of Dak Prescott and throw some shade at Jason Garrett. On Tuesday, Jerry Jones came out and assured everyone that Jason Garrett is not on the hot seat. Should he be? Well, in other cities, yes. The answer in Dallas is no, not in Dallas. Number one, Jason Garrett is the perfect foil for Jerry Jones. All coaches are to some level subservient. To ownership. We've all got bosses. We've got to bow down and kiss the ring. However, Jason Garrett has taken this to new levels. He is like a sock, pocket, a sock puppet for Jerry Jones. He is. I mean, he absolutely is like that. And, and number two, Jerry Jones has hired a bunch of coaches over the years since he's owned the Cowboys for a million years. And he's had some big personality coaches. Jimmy Johnson, Bill Parcells are prime examples of that. But he'd rather have a confidant like Jason Garrett, 
who pretty much will parrot whatever Jerry Jones wants. If Jerry Jones told Jason Garrett that the Cowboys should change up their offense and run the Delaware wing tee offense, then Jason Garrett would be like, well, that's a good idea. Let's go, let's go to the triple option offense. No pushback, none of that. Uh, he is a rug that Jerry Jones walks all over, and Jones loves it. And some years will be better than others, but there's no evidence that the Cowboys are even remotely thinking about making a change. Next! There was a rumor that surfaced yesterday that claimed the NFL went easy on the Raiders in the Rooney ruling because they want the team to sign Colin Kaepernick in an effort to make the collusion lawsuit go away. Ben, do you think there's anything to this story? Yeah, I'm not buying that. I mean, A, this is a rumor that was started by one of Colin Kaepernick's surrogates in the media. Uh, So I take this with a grain of salt. There is zero evidence to indicate that that there's any movement in this direction either. I mean, there's there's seemingly no chance of this happening. Derek Carr is a quarterback who is in a fragile place right now. If the Raiders sign Colin Kaepernick, they would be inheriting a bunch of unneeded problems. And I'm not even talking about Kaepernick playing football. I'm talking about Derek Carr and his mental state, which seems to be in a very delicate spot. And B, the Raiders... They're working on a bunch of business deals with big casinos in Vegas and corporate partnerships for the next generation of Raider football as they build that stadium. And even if you agree with everything Colin Kaepernick has done, you have to know that he is still toxic in the business world. And so the Raiders would have gladly taken a fine or a lost draft pick rather than agree to some kind of Fugazi deal, which was rumored Uh, I'm not buying this at all. All right, next. It was also revealed on Tuesday that Giselle Bündchen, Tom Brady's supermodel wife, once approached Jay Feely to get him to convince Brady to retire. Yeah, what a great decision that was. Yes. Ben, has there been anything that your wife has tried convincing you to do that you just will not budge on? Yeah, she wants me to harass Shatner. I tell him no. I tell my wife no. I said, I'm not going to harass William Shatner. I love Shatner. He's my favorite actor of all time next to Koopa Loop. I'm not going to harass William Shatner. That would be wrong. Uh, but no, listen, in any any marriage, you're going to get situations where stuff pops up and you know, pestering goes on there. Uh, my wife often tells me that I'm a workaholic, that I uh, need to take more days off here, like some of the other talk show hosts that are gone all the time. And I, I've always told her, I said, listen, number one, I like the job. Number two... If you want to build an audience, you've got to be there. It's reliability. It's dependability. So I've told her that. Uh, I did have to negotiate some things because when I took the Boston gig and and that that threw kind of a monkey wrench into everything. And so I've been spending a lot of extra time with my in-laws uh, on the weekends doing doing that kind of stuff. But uh, but no, it's been pretty good. It's been pretty She doesn't want to drag and going me. going to musicals. Well, yeah, I went to the ballet. That was... In order to do the Boston radio show for WEI, I had, I had to agree to go to the ballet. I left my balls on, a, on the wall, but I did go to the ballet. I did. I absolutely did. Oh, I, I did. love our balls. Yes. Uh, there it is. Mallard of the third degree. How did we do? Ben, in, in order to dispel any rumors that you are writing these questions and forcing me to do this, you yeah. failed this edition. I failed it. I, that's a great job. I didn't fail it. You get Nothing. Yeah, people are tired you of me lose. passing you. Well, you enjoy, Good day, sir. You enjoy that pizza, Coop, because it's the last slice of pizza you're going to get from my wallet, okay? Uh-oh. The last slice of pizza. I mean, you passed this edition. Yeah, that's right. There you go. That's a winner. Uh-oh. Woohoo!
<laughs> there you go. All right, it's the, the Ben Maller Show on Fox. Time now for the Insta Trivia. And uh, let's see who's up on the Insta Trivia. All right, name the first rookie in NBA history to average 15-plus points per game, 7-plus rebounds per game, and 2-plus three-point shots made per game. Again, first rookie in NBA history to average 15-plus points per game, 7-plus rebounds per game, and 2-plus three-pointers per game. That is the instant trivia, the answer, and your phone calls next. We do things a little differently than those dime a dozen sports shows, but we can't do it alone, and we need your help in spreading the gospel about our unique brand of talk radio. Use your voice on social media to show your support for the Ben Maller Show. Now live from the Geico Fox Sports Radio studios, it's Ben Maller. And it is a newbie night. Here's the instant trivia. Name the first rookie... In NBA history, to average 15-plus points per game, 7-plus rebounds, and 2-plus three-pointers per game. That is the question. What is the answer? Ivinson's going with Ben Simmons as the answer. Lonzo Ball says the New York bozo. Yinka Dare from Marvin, the Michigan man. Uh, who we, who do we, else do we have? Mike from the LBC is going with Steve Schartz as his answer. I think he meant Schatz, but. Maybe not. Uh, let's see here. Ken says the answer has to be Bill Shatner. Uh, live long and prosper, spaceman. Ramil Robinson, guessed by Lamont. Good picture. Good picture with him in a Hawks uniform. I think I had that basketball card. Uh, or Not in a uniform, in the hat. Uh, let's see here. Mike Piazza's back acne, guessed by Denver Rob. Rafer Alston, thrown out by Adam Sedale Threat from Ernie. The Rooster says it's it has to be Oliver Miller. Uh, um, go. Amanda says the purple monster from Space Jam is the correct answer. All right, do you have an answer, Eddie? It's never nervous, Purvis oh, Ellison. The great Purvis Ellison. Uh, no. The correct answer, he's doing it right now, Eddie, for the Chicago Bulls, Lowry Markinen of the Chicago Bulls. Who? I never heard of him either, but he's doing it for the Chicago Bulls. Let's go never to heard of him. Richie Rich is in Connecticut. And he's on Fox Sports Radio. Hello, Richie Rich. Hey, Ben. What's going on, Richie? What's up, man? Hi, much. Uh, you uh, relaxed? You, you hanging out? You have a good day? Just hang out. Yeah. I decided to stay up late today just to call. I'm usually a podcast listener. Oh, well, thank you, man. I'm honored that you stayed up late. Well, thank you. Yeah. What kind of work do you do? I'm a Lyft driver. Oh, you're a Lyft driver, yeah. How's how's yep. the, now? How's the Lyft business? What part of Connecticut are you in? I'm in Norwalk, Connecticut. Yeah, business good. Everything's all right. Yeah. Oh yeah, pretty busy. All right. All right. Well, very, I'm glad you called in here. I appreciate that. Very nice. You have nothing. Yeah, to, you have nothing to say. Oh, you have questions. Oh, he has questions. I'd like to alert yes, all. I do. Right, go ahead, Richie. What you got? What are the chances that Kevin Love go to Boston? Uh, Slim and Nunskis. How about that? Yeah, I don't. I don't foreshadow that happening. Love will likely end up if if he is actually traded, he'll go. I would bet on a Western Conference team. They might. Western. They might. They might send him to Sacramento. <laughs> no, in the no in Cleveland, they might torture Kevin Love and send him to play for the Kings. You think they're gonna get something for him back though? He's still an All Star caliber player. 
Yeah, that's a good question. I don't think they're going to get as much as the Cavaliers think they're going to get because he does have a lot of mileage on him, and and you know, now there's this baggage. Whether is it him or is it Isaiah Thomas? Who's causing the rift in the Cavaliers locker room? So there, there's some carry-on baggage there, also, Richie. But uh, all right, man. Yeah, I think Boston will use love though. Good love. They want love. They need. They have, they have their own All Star, the Celtics. Um, several All Stars. All right, thank you. Podcast Richie. Checking it. Chilling. Go to bed, Richie. It's okay. You go to bed. It'll all be rebroadcast on the podcast. Is this George Hill trade with the uh, Cavs and Kings going to happen? I keep hearing about. That's the hot rumor. It's not official until Woj says it's official. That's, that's true. Once Woj says it's a done deal, it's a done deal. Until that happens, I don't believe it, Eddie, at all. Fake news. It's absolutely fake news. I want to know what happened to the... The Celtics, Marcus Smart, that's what I want to know. He cut his hand or something like that? Yeah, what do you think What do you think he was doing when he cut the hand? Maybe, maybe nothing. Maybe he was in a fight. I don't know. I'd like to know. I'm going to guess there's more to that story than's being reported. What do you say? There are whales, and then there are whales. Super Bowl 52, the largest recorded bet in the state of Nevada. Is it true? We will discuss the ramifications of that. Welcome in the beginning of another hour. It's the Ben Maller Show. We are in the air everywhere. The vast Fox Sports Radio Network coming to you live from the Geico Fox Sports Radio Studios. 15 minutes could save you 15% or more on your car insurance. Just visit geico.com for a free rate quote. And so it continues. The legend. When you make a big bet, you can become famous just by making a gigantic wager. You don't even have to win the wager. Now, if you win it, you'll become even a bigger deal. But the story, which started out as a rumor, R.J. Bell, who works here on Fox Sports Radio and has done some shows here with us at Fox and known R.J. for a long time, he had it. It was confirmed later in the day a... uh, Man or woman has walked in, uh, probably a group of people, but uh, somebody put their name on it. They walked in to the MGM Grand Casino in Lost Wages, Nevada, and made the biggest sports bet in the history of Vegas. Biggest sports bet in the history of Vegas. How big is it? Well, it's at least eight figures. The actual amount has yet to be confirmed, but it's at least ten million dollars ten million dollars on the Philadelphia Eagles in the Super Bowl because of that single bet what has happened well because of that single bet the point spread actually was moved well, you can understand ten million dollars on one side so the MGM race and sports book they said well wait a minute here uh, so the line dropped at the MGM down to four and a half so the Patriots are still favored but instead of at the beginning of the festivities, they were favored by five and a half. They're down to four and a half. And every other sports book in Vegas has the Patriots at five, at least at five. But the MGM has them at four and a half. Uh, keep in mind, most of the money, most of the money is bet at the very end, right before the game. Typically, there's not too much that's wagered early on, even for a game as big as the the Super Bowl and all that. And supposedly, the, the word on the street is that 
until there is confirmation regarding the status of Rob Gronkowski, until that is confirmed that he's going to play in the Super Bowl, that the, the Patriot better is holding off. Until the, the health status is cleared up regarding Gronkowski, they're holding off on that. Now, speaking of gambling, which uh, we do a lot around these parts, uh, one of the coolest things about the Super Bowl is gambling in general, but not even so much the the point spread on the game. And you don't have to be a a better yourself just to enjoy the prop bets. They're fun to read, right? Super Bowl prop bets are as much a part of the experience watching the Super Bowl as the actual football that's played in the Super Bowl. And it's been this way for many, many years. We're talking 30-plus years now of prop bets, and likely a lot longer than that. I'm going low on 30. So you know where I'm going with this. But maybe you're a new listener. Maybe you've only been listening for a, a couple of months, and you don't know where I'm going. Here on the Ben Mather Show, there's a tradition that we started not that long ago. And we enter our show into a contest. And there is an, one of the offshore books, uh, Bovada, uh, they have a contest, and it's a real-life prop bet contest, which means, what does it mean? I'll tell you. It means that you have the power of having a prop bet on Super Bowl 52 that will actually be accepting wagers. So they're, they're only going to accept a couple of them. And I wanted to get into this because last year we had a lot of success. We we did this last year, this little endeavor. We had wonderful feedback, and they only accepted nine prop bets on the offshore book from all the different radio shows and media outlets that partaked in this. And our show had two of the nine. We had two of the nine accepted prop bets. So I want to do it again. I want I want to get at least one. I'd be really happy with one. Two would be amazing. And we submitted a list of, I think last year I sent in 25 or 30. They accepted two of them. But that's a lot compared to everyone else. So here's the question. All right. You've been deputized here. How creative can you be regarding a Super Bowl prop bet? And you don't even have to be a gambler. Maybe you've never made a bet in your life, but you know about these prop bets. So we need your help on this. And there's a... A time crunch, which I'm not happy about, but I don't control it. The cutoff is this morning. Now, it's 4 a.m. Eastern right now, and I need you to submit this. This is going to screw our podcast guys that listen later in the day, but you know, so be it. So you have a competitive advantage if you're listening live to the show or if you get the podcast early on. The I have to submit our suggestions from the Ben Maller show, and I have to do it. I think our cutoff is uh, is 10 a.m. or 11 a.m. I think it's 11 a.m. Eastern time, 8 a.m. in the West. So that's the cutoff. And, and so you can submit your ideas. You can call up and submit an idea. You can do it on Twitter, our Facebook page. You can email me. That's a good way to do it. Email me, Show at Gmail. Put prop bet in there. Uh, so so let's do this. Now, I, I have a couple of suggestions. If you're interested in being part of this, we'd love to have you. A, just for reference, 
I'll give you a couple of props. These are these are props, not, not necessarily at the the offshore book that we are we are entering the contest in, but there are prop bets on how many Anheuser Busch commercials will be aired during the Super Bowl. You can bet on that. Uh, you can bet on how many times the word "dilly" will be said during the broadcast. You can bet on that. That's a prop bet that's out there. The traditional prop bets are how long will the national anthem be. Uh, you can also bet on the color of the Gatorade that's poured over the winning team's coach, if there is going to be Gatorade poured over. Those are the kind of prop bets that you can bet on. Last year, the prop bets that you, the listener, came up with that were used for the Super Bowl in Atlanta, uh, one of them was, does a Falcon Patriot player kneel during the National Anthem? That was accepted. A listener recommended that. That was accepted. Uh, another one, which I was really happy with, a uh, listener recommended this one. Uh, w- will Houston, we have a problem, be said during the game? And that also got accepted last year. So the second part of this, let's make it unique. I'm competitive. I have ambition. I want to win this. I'm not in it to lose. I want to win. So my advice, I guess, would be to tie it in to some of the landmarks in Minnesota. And just off the top of my head, just a couple of ideas that popped into my head here. Uh, Will there be more shots of the Mall of America or references to President Donald Trump? That's an example. Now, maybe that's not a good example, but that's an example. Uh, Here's one that I I think will be submitted by us. Will Al Michaels say the phrase land of 10,000 lakes during the broadcast? Will that phrase be said? And if you have any other suggestions, feel free. You you can say, hey, Ben, why don't you put a prop up, recommend a prop where does NBC show some guy ice fishing? You know, we could do that. It's It's a fine idea. There's really no... Bad idea, unless you say, I have an idea, Ben. We should bet on the color of the Gatorade. The go- no, that's already out there. So you got to be unique. you got to be creative with this. The last thing here, the deadline again, Thursday, I'd like it in by 10 a.m. That's today, by the way. I'd like it in by 10 a.m. I'll, I'll let you squeeze by till 11, but after that, that's it. So, again, if you're a podcast listener, you're kind of screwed here. But uh, I want to see. I want to see what you guys can come up with. And, and as always, the staff here, you guys, Danny G and Eddie and Coop, if you guys have any ideas on prop bets, we'll put our minds together. And uh, we will try not to harass anyone. And uh, we will we'll see what we can come up with. Edmund Dallas Steamboat Willie. Garcia. Right over there. I have a question. I don't know if you can answer it about the uh, the first thing you talked about, and that was the the what ten million dollar bet yes, allegedly $10 million placed in Vegas, Philadelphia Eagles. Now I have this uh, you know this dream in my head about like you know like a guy walking up with a giant suitcase full of uh, money at at the window. But how would you go about placing a a bet like that? Do you have any idea how you would actually do that? I'm pretty that sure you're not going to write a check and no. send it over. That's a good question. Uh, and so, kind of wire transfer? Yeah, or? I would think. And it's ah, the, the big suitcase full of money would be good, though. That would be that like would be in cool. the movies, right? Or yeah. a cartoon, you know. I bet Floyd Mayweather would do it that way. Yeah, like show up with a couple of Brinks trucks filled with cash and just 
have the, the back sack, like yeah, like a the, Santa sack. The back will open up and just money comes flying out and it just goes everywhere and stuff. Well, they have private accounts. Like when Mayweather goes in there, he he does he actually he doesn't even actually have to place the bet. I heard at the casino, like he he can call it in and. No. Well, they have apps now. Like at the when I I'm always well, that's upset. not exciting. Well, I know it's not. It's not as cool as the no. movies. But are, like, are there any rules as far as how they take your money? Like, if you brought big bags of penny in, pennies in, would they would they have to take would they take those, Ben? I don't. I don't think so. I mean, because it'd be it'd cost them man hours to count all the money, right? I think. I don't know. You want to do it, Danny? You want to go in there and bet a, put a uh, bet would, down and bring in pennies? Yeah, like the big brick of nickels I gave yeah, you last thank you year. For that, by the way. <laughs> What'd you do with those, by the they're way? Still in the box. That's a hundred dollars. Danny was hoping yeah. they're still in the box. I don't know what to do with them. I, well, I guess take I it to take, the bank. Yeah, yeah. Or those they have those change machines, but they take a cut of the money, right? The market, you know, you can put your money in there, but they take. I would imagine yeah. so. Yes. Yeah. Do you see that Pizza Hut? They do you see their big Super Bowl gimmick that they've got? No, what's what are they, they doing? They promised free pizza for America, but if, there's a catch yeah. in the Super Bowl. The catch is there has to be a record set for the fastest touchdown in Super Bowl history. If that record is set, then if you sign up for their little pizza buying whatever the crap they whatever the hell they've got there, if you An sign app up or something, no, there's like a. Yeah, I forget what it's called, but there's like a rewards program, one of those okay. type of things. All right. And if you sign up for that, they'll give you a, a two-topping medium pizza. Uh, well, what's free. what's the record for the fastest uh, oh, touchdown? There's no chance of the record being. And this is this is the kickoff they, return, right? They, yeah. They, there's never been an opening kickoff. No, return well, Devin touchdown. Hester, yeah, Devin Hester uh, currently holds the record. He scored a touchdown 14 seconds in to the Super Bowl for the Bears back in 07. So that. That's currently the record. So you're telling me that someone's going to score a touchdown faster than 14 seconds? That would, that would have to be the opening kickoff. Yeah, that yeah. would have to. Yeah. So, so basically, they should just say that, right? If someone returns the opening kickoff, pizza for everybody. Well, not necessarily, because I, I guess it's conceivable if the kickoff goes through the end zone, the clock doesn't start. So therefore, they could be on, it could be on the first snap. They could throw a. That's true. A pass. Not or it could be a kickoff returner who's faster than Hester. Uh, right? Yeah, we, that's true. We, we, it, it reminds me of that. Uh, there was a CFL promotion a couple of years ago, where if you returned, if the guy returned the first and second half kickoffs for touchdown, like Safeway would give you food for life. Mm. And it happened, but the second half kickoff return was called back on a holding penalty. Oh, that sucks. That sucks. Hey, it's newbie night, Eddie. How's, I it, know. how's it gone so far? Is it okay? Is everything going all right with newbie night? Everything uh, all right? No, not it's so been, good. It's been okay. Disappointing. I, I think it, we've had better ones we've in had the past, ones, but the yeah. night is not over. Yeah, the night is not over. We had one regular get through. At least one confirmed regular. Yeah. Chad who fled got through. We uh, had one f bomb on a yeah on an amusing story oh, involving chats. Friendly with it. Yeah, we had a. I, I say we had a blow. I didn't have a blow up. I didn't mention his name. I've not talked uh, on Twitter. I haven't mentioned his name. I, I can't remember the last time I mentioned his name. Uh, Shatner came at us and accused us of harassing. Talked to in, our in, in, bosses, in, or kind yeah, of, he tried to get us in trouble with our bosses. Yeah, although he doesn't know where we I, don't. Yeah, we don't work there, but doesn't know where we work. Yeah. But you know. it's very flattering. <laughs> yeah, maybe next week he'll learn where we work. Yeah, CBS Sports. Yeah. Yes, NBC. That's right. The Peacock. All right. Uh, and so it's newbie night. All new callers all night long, and we got a couple lines open for the first time. So maybe newbie night's nine. Maybe this is the end of newbie night. Maybe we've run out of new listeners. 
We have no new listeners, and we're just going to have to end newbie night. Uh, I hope that's not the case. 877-99 on Fox, 877-996-6369. And, again, if you have some prop bets, send them in. Send them to me on Twitter. Send them to me on uh, the email, Show at gmail. I want to get in here. They donate money to charity uh, if we end up getting a prop accepted. So, uh, yeah, like Matt sent a really good one in. Matt, I, I'm going to use this one, Matt. I'm going to send that. I'm going to put that on my list. Will NBC show the highlight of McNabb vomiting all over the field during the Super Bowl, the last Eagle Super Bowl? It's good. There's no chance they show that, right? There's no chance. How about this one, and this fits what you and Eddie have been kind of joking around the, the past week on. How many times will the TV announcers reference the Philly fans' reputation as trouble, like, you know, throwing yeah. snowballs at Santa? Yeah. Oh, that's the Santa snowball thing. Yeah. Yeah, that's a good one. Because it seems like whenever you watch a an Eagles game, the announcer always has to bring that up for some reason. Well, it's an iconic story passed down from generations. It's a fairy tale, which actually happened a million years ago. Right, I like that. That's good. Right, so the Ben Maller Show on Fox and Deranged Fan Syndrome. Deranged Fan Syndrome. We'll get to that. We'll do it next. Research has shown that you get even more out of the Ben Maller Show when you follow along on Twitter. It's the playground for our P1s. Message the voices in the night and follow Ben on Twitter. He's at Ben Maller. And you can tweet at and follow our technical producer. He plays all the music and most of the funny sound bites of the Ben Maller Show. His first name is Danny. His last name is a mystery to most, but you can follow him at Danny G Radio. The microphone throttler. And now live from the Geico Fox Sports Radio studios, it's Ben Maller. Man, a lot of really good suggestions here on these prop bets. I like this. i got to go through all these after the show, though. So I've just added another thing for me to do. But I don't mind. It'll be all right. I don't need to sleep, do I? No. Why not? Sleep's overrated. It really is overrated. All right, it's Ben Maller's show on Fox Newbie Night. Jack Daniels. On newbie night in Nashville. Hello, Jack. I'm a rookie. Hello, Ben. How you doing, son? If I was any better, <laughs> I, knew you'd I, I would be on the USS Enterprise. But no, I I don't think I'm allowed to finish that. Yeah. I hear you. I hear you. I knew that was coming. I listened to you guys forever. Oh, well, this thank is you. My second time I've called. Yeah. First thing, let me tell you a couple of things. First thing, that Danny in Nashville, you need to just can that dude. He's giving us a bad name, man. Yeah, well, we banned him for six months. Don't yeah. worry. He's ban- not He's not getting him. in here. No, he's banned. Yeah, Ban his I, ass. That's right. That's a good job. Yeah. Uh, you guys, I would invite you. You just guys don't know how good it is down south, okay? You know, like him. We ain't all like him, okay? We invite you to Nashville. I'm in Nashville. Right now, yeah. I'm in I'm working. I'm in CDB country, if you know who that is. Yeah. You got uh, any? No, this is Charlie so, Daniels. Yeah, Charlie no, Daniels. Absolutely. So, so I, I, I have no problem. I love that. I would love to, to hang out in Nashville. Yes, and, sir. Uh, you know, Clay Travis does his show from, from Nashville. Yes, sir. Right we got a bunch of them. Yeah, yeah. I'm in, I'm in, I'm in Charlie's country yeah, a, right now. A lot of the, uh, a lot this, of the, a lot of the Fox Sports Radio hosts live in Nashville. That's true. Oh, man. I hear you. Yeah. Well, that's good. That's good. That's great. Yeah, I work all night, listen to you guys every night. Y'all got a good show. Uh, the, the, the South is rising, okay? This is what I'm going to reference to. And Charlie's song, the South's going to do it again. Look at Alabama and Georgia Bulldogs. 
all SEC championship, right? Yeah. And we all got all these new coaches. I know you don't talk a lot about the South of coaches, but, you know, my, my team, Big Orange, we got Mr. Pruitt, all of yes, us. That's, a solid, that's a solid hire. It's the 27th yep. choice that Tennessee wanted. They got their guy, <laughs> yeah. number 27. Yes. They passed up yes, everyone that, else. Yes. That's that's correct. That's correct. Yeah. We got, tw- I think it's 12 new coaches in the SEC, I believe. Yeah. Uh, Fisher, oh, hold, hold on Fisher. a sec now. Uh, Jack, uh, Danny in Nashville is listening. He says, Jack yeah. does not speak for Nashville. Only Peyton Manning, Jeremy Pruitt, Pekka Rene and Marcus Mariota and him, uh, Nashville what Danny speak ever. for yeah, That's what he said. Whatever. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Nashville's too big for him, man. He needs to chill. He needs to go out to the sticks is what he needs to yes, do. Yes, he does. Yeah, exactly. Yes, he does. Exactly. Yes, he does. Right. Okay, so, yeah, yeah, we invite you to Nashville. I would love to come. I'll hang out. We'll have a good time, yeah. and it would be wonderful. All right, thank you, Jack. Look, one yeah. more thing, oh, Ben. One more one thing. More the thing. dreaded one more thing. Here we go. Yeah. One more thing. Yeah. I hate that about Jenny. You know, Jenny, that that, that lady that lady thought the world of that show. I mean, she's a great lady. Yeah, I we we, we her miss her. We miss okay, her. Okay, I got I, one that I would no. – I need some help. I need some help. Oh, you, you said my one buddy? more. Now you said one more thing. You're on your second one more thing. This is okay, two well, more sorry. one more thing. I'm sorry. You said one more we're, thing. We're, you, you said it. Now you're on the second one more thing. I know. We're yeah. we're missing uh, your second besides Jenny, Daryl. I think in Knoxville. Oh, that's right, Daryl in Knoxville. He has not we called in a long time. We do miss Daryl. We miss Daryl. I, I, I hope Daryl's okay. Daryl. I miss yeah. Daryl. Daryl's yeah, great. Just, yeah. yeah. So maybe he's listening, or maybe we can round him up. And uh, I'll, yeah. I'll give him a shout or something. Uh, all right. Thank you, Jack. All right. All right there the you go. South's going to do it again right, now. The South will Jack rise again. It. Yes, absolutely. Here we go. You know, the Civil War. That's what we need. All right. <laughs> thank you. All right. And, and also Big Sexy. What happened to him? Yeah, he changed shifts. Yeah, that guy was good. Big Sexy was a lot of fun. Man, 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 you got to give me a break here now. Well, he broke the story that Philip Rivers had been traded to the Tennessee Titans. He's the only one that reported that. He had the, he had the, story, <laughs> he had the story first. Big trade, right? That was the the deal. No one else had that. Adam Schefter didn't have it. Jay Glazer didn't have it. Uh, none of the insiders had it. Only Big Sexy. His barbers, gardeners, daughters, cousins, brothers, uncles, grandfather. Who? Told them. <laughs> no, it's true. Why would I make that up? Uh, Casey is in the great state of Maine, and more importantly, he is not Blair in Maine. Hello, Casey. Two, that's two. Oh, Koopa Loop, Nashville, Danny. That's the number two. We have Jed and Danny. We'd like to alert all our affiliates with an hour and a half roughly left in the Ben Maller Show. Uh. If one more regular caller gets by Koopa Loop, we hit the over. We hit the over. And then... Yeah, well, that's uh, what happens then. We have to punish Coop. We have to do it. No weed for Coop the entire rest of the week. That's going to be the punishment. All right. Uh, it's the. <laughs> yeah, I know. <laughs> Good luck with that. <laughs> Coop's like, I got stashes in my car. I got stashes in my house. I've got it buried in my backyard. All right. It's uh, the Ben Maller. Literally, yeah. <laughs> yeah, exactly. All right. It's the, the Ben Maller show on Fox. And for those of you that are sending prop bets and saying, well, how many horses will be punched? Yeah, I mean, that's funny and stuff, but, you know. I don't think we're gonna. I don't think we're gonna use it. Uh, Jonathan in uh, Philly enjoyed Jack's phone call. He thinks Jack is. I think he thinks Jack's like the star of the night. I think so. 
All right. Uh, we will press on. We'll have Ask Ben. Your questions, our answers coming up a little bit later. And uh, a sports fan becoming unhinged. We'll get to that as well. Right now, Eddie Garcia is here. He'll give you the latest. Eddie? Well, Ben, we'll start with baseball, where sluggers Chipper Jones, Jim Tomei, and Vladimir Guerrero, along with closer Trevor Hoffman, were all inducted into the Baseball Hall of Fame or received the votes necessary for induction, I should say. Uh, the uh, seven-time All-Star, or I should say seven-time MVP, Barry Bonds, seven-time Cy Young Award winner Roger Clemens, of course, both with uh, performance-sensing drug use revolving around their careers, they still did not get the necessary votes to get in this time around. In the NBA, we had the Clippers, Losing at home to the Celtics, 113-102. to So Boston, the top team in the East, snapped that four-game losing streak. Rockets over the Mavericks, 104-97. James Harden, 25 points, 13 assists in the win for Houston. Spurs down the Grizzlies, 108-85. Trailblazers topped the Timberwolves, 123-114. Damian Lillard, 31 points for Portland. And Ben Simmons had a triple-double for Philadelphia, 19 points, 17 rebounds, 14 assists in the Sixers, 115-101 win over the Bulls. This report's brought to you by True Car. Online car shopping can be confusing, but not anymore with True Price from True Car. Now you can know the exact price you'll pay for your next car, so visit True Car and enjoy a more confident car buying experience. Ben, we don't talk a lot about golf, especially if it's not a major, unless something really noticeable happens. And that's what happened uh, to a golfer named Rain Gibson recently. Oh. Uh, he's from Australia. And Rain he is, Gibson? Rain Gibson. He is apologizing for something that happened on the final hole of an event he was on in the Bahamas. Now, he trailed by a stroke. Did he kill an animal? Uh, he hooked a shot of the hazard. His caddy, Brandon Davis, then picked up the ball in the hazard before Gibson got to it, and he, the golfer was hit with a one-shot penalty because of that. He was so angry, he threw the cover to his driver at his caddy and fired him on the spot. Nice! Uh, the difference in what happened, the one-stroke penalty, meant that he finished in third place instead of second place, and I'm guessing there were several thousand dollars uh, involved yeah. in that as well. But uh, he is now apologizing for his behavior uh, and how he treated his caddy. You're fired. Oh, what a hothead, huh? Well, a yeah. few, few thousand dollars, uh, you can kind of understand. I guess the caddy should know the rule, but yeah. uh, it wasn't a good look. Of course, it was on television now. You can see the video on social media. So I'd be a good caddy. Oh, really? Yeah. Well, how is that? Caddy. Well, I know golf. It'd be a wonderful caddy. You know, know what, golf, huh? I know what clubs to choose, and I, yeah, you'd I have do, to do I, a lot of walking around, though, right? Yeah, I, I walk a lot. I, yeah. you, know, you know, that's what I do. I'm a walker, uh, so I, I think that'd be good. I, I could dress like a caddy. I could do that. I'd like to do that. If, if any prof- if anybody knows a professional golfer, well, I'm Rain, offering. Rain Gibson is looking. Yeah, for, I'm off, for no, a caddy. I'm offering my services. I would spend a weekend as a caddy. Be, be a lot of fun. Wouldn't it be great? Wouldn't you want to do that, Eddie? As a caddy, like a, at a PGA Tour event? No, no, I would not like to do that. No, I would love to do that. Be a lot I of fun. I would love to see you do it. I'd be good at it. Be the That's, best damn caddy. I'd be great. What would you do if a, a golfer threw the uh, you know the cover of his driver in your face? I'd and... throw a club through his eyes. That's what I would do. That's what I would do. Beat him I'd over bludgeon the head him with a golf club. The driver. Wedge, yeah. yeah. All right. It's the the Ben Mather show. I, I haven't been in the driving range in a while. That's I got to do that. You a big golf? You have golf, Eddie. You, uh, uh, we've talked I about tried. this in the past. We've yeah. talked. We've talked about I'm going terrible. out. Terrible. It's very frustrating for me. I, I, we had a uh, a garage sale in our little, uh, you know, area there, and uh, yeah. I looked at the golf clubs. And I'm like, man, I haven't used you guys in a long time. I think I might want to get rid of you, but I didn't do it. They're still in the garage. Nah, you got to have them just in case. I know. Yeah, I, I think we should go out golfing. I think we should do. That. I, w- I would do it. I- I'm in. Who would win? Who would win a uh, a foursome of me, oh, Eddie, God. Danny G, and Coop? Would we make it through? How many holes would we make it through? 
It would, it, it would like, be it would, awful. We'd I'm have sure to play like nine. We couldn't play eighteen. I don't you guys. I don't think you guys could handle eighteen. I could handle eighteen, but I think we'd have to play like nine. I think that's what we'd have to do. Maybe you go to a pitch and putt. <laughs> no, I'm not going to play miniature golf. Anymore. Not miniature golf. A you know pitch like, and putt. We'll go to we'll go to a local you know a public course because I I don't like those you know, private courses. They don't let us on private courses. No, we're overnight radio people. We're not cool. Daytime radio people get to go on those private courses. I noticed Danny and Coop were not speaking up. I don't. I don't think they're no, interested they're not, in this. Uh, they were no, no part of this. They I wanna... played twice. The first time was great, and the second time, I man, well, it's a, a it's a mental game. There's a yeah. Well, the putting's usually what kills you. But I, the the course near my house, I played a couple times. It's all right. I played in San Diego, and that was I, I the last time I played golf in San Diego. I got chased by an old guy in a golf cart because I didn't have the right. Uh, the clothing or clubs. <laughs> I didn't have enough clubs in my bag, so he, uh, he uh, chasing after. What a dirt. Well, I can't say. He's like, get He's off, a, off here with yeah. your Kirkland brand like, everything. Dude, you're 75 years old. You're retired. What the hell do you care? All right? You know, it's the middle of the day. There's no one here. And you're worried about this? Yeah. Right. Get a life. All right, so the Ben Mather Show. We're coming to you from the Geico Fox Sports Radio Studios, where 15 minutes could save you 15% or more. On your car insurance, just visit Geico.com for a free rate quote. Some great, wonderful prop bets coming in here. Wonderful prop bets coming in. And we need these in by, I'd like them in by 10 a.m. Eastern. 11 a.m. Eastern, I'll accept. And then we'll submit these, and hopefully we'll get a couple accepted and They'll donate some money to charity, and more importantly, you can brag to your friends that you had a prop bet that actually got posted, and people can bet on it, which is uh, which is pretty cool. I mean, that's a neat thing. All right, so a fan deranged. Uh, we will get to that right now. Let's, it's newbie night. Let's go to Paul, who's in Seattle, and he is next on Fox Sports Radio. Hello, Paul. Hey, what's up, man? How you doing, man? Paul, if I was any better, I would be a hawk, but not a Seahawk because I don't see him anywhere in the playoffs. In the Super oh, Bowl. man. Yeah. Like that, huh? Just like that. One so, year you don't make it with Russell Wilson at QB, and yeah. uh, everyone has something to say yeah, about it. I saw the Rams make it. That's all I'm saying. You know. Oh. Anyways, uh, no, man. I'm talking about Edgar Martinez not getting into the hall, man. I cannot believe it. Well, he, why, he hasn't gotten in. This He's been eligible for like a decade, right? Almost a decade I think he's been eligible. He'll get, in, he'll get in. He'll get in next year. Don't worry. He'll get in. His career numbers are better than the average for the uh, the Hall of Fame. You know, with uh, 309 home runs, lifetime, 1261 RBIs. Um, I mean, the DH awards named after him. I just it's uh, you know, and that's that. This all happened in you know the steroid era, and his name's never been linked to steroids. And you got you know all these first time uh, future the baseball writers of America, their first time ballot. These guys are all you know writing in. Yeah. Barry Bonds and Roger Clemens, I just can't believe it. Well, the problem is there's a prejudice against the designated hitter. That's the reality of it. And he's he's overcome a lot of it, Edgar Martinez, and he'll get in. I'm convinced he's going to get in next year. They'll put him in. Because if they don't put him in next year, then he has to go to the Veterans Committee. I think next year's his last year of eligibility. So they'll put next him in. Next year is his last year yeah, of eligibility. They'll put him in. But, but I think then the same, the same argument can be made for American League pitchers because they only play – you know they're only on uh, defense; they're not offense. So if that if the argument's being made against DHs, I think the same argument should be made. Yes, you know? I think we should not allow any American League pitchers into the Hall of Fame. I agree with you. No, I'm saying it's a no, dumb, I, it's a no, dumb no, argument. A, there's a lot of dumb arguments. That's why we have a radio to debate dumb, dumb, stupid, silly arguments, right? Uh, I guess you're right. Uh, yeah. Calm down, Paul. Relax. It's okay. I know you remember it. That's the glory days of Mariner baseball when Edgar Martinez was doing his thing back then. But don't worry, they'll be fun. 
Life will go yeah. on. The Mariners well, will never be good again, but but Edgar will get in the Hall of Fame. The Mariners will be good. They're, no, they they're, we'll, they're, we'll, they're rebuilding. They're five years away. Yeah, rebuilding. Like They've been rebuilding for 70 years, yes. Uh, all right, yeah. <laughs> all right, uh, thank you, Paul. All right, there you go. There's a Paul the Mariner fan. Chime in. Where's Robbie the Mariner fan? Robbie's the only known Mariner fan that I deal with on a regular basis. He represents it. The Mariners ought to pay Robbie because I say Mariners a lot. A lot of Mariner references. Oh, so you just admitted that you owe me $5 from the last newbie night. What are you talking about? Well, you just said that Robbie's the only known Mariner fan that you deal with. So then well, now, obviously that, that guy that got well, no, on that, was not a regular. No, he was a regular. and <laughs> oh, you just no. got You just ate your $5 of pizza coop. Oh, yeah, that's a good Enjoy point. Enjoy that. That's yeah. fair. <laughs> Jackass. <laughs> yeah. And then you had the... On a night, I dusted off my wallet with cobwebs and bought pizza. <laughs> Coop has the balls to fail me uh, on the third degree, and then uh, have the he has the chutzpah to ask for uh, you know five bucks. How dare you? We're gonna have ask Ben your questions, our answers, the whole deal. We'll get to that. We'll do it next. Did that really just happen? The Ben Maller Show has some quirks and oddities that need to be heard twice to be believed. Now you can, thanks to the Ben Maller Show podcast, available wherever you download fine podcasts, including iHeart and iTunes. We need your help. Subscribe to our podcast on iTunes and give us five stars. It drives the corporate guys crazy. Now live from the Geico Fox Sports Radio Studios, it's Ben Maller. I learned earlier in the show, and you can go back and hear it on the podcast, I learned that saying hello to someone is harassment. I learned wishing someone a happy birthday is harassment. And uh, I also learned asking someone who they like in a game is harassment. I learned those three things. Uh, Matt writes and he says, I'm enjoying the show from New Zealand. And then he says, I can't wait for the Tampa Bay Rays to start again. What? what? He's the one. He, he has to be from like, maybe he's from. Florida or something? Like, explain that to me. A guy in New Zealand that likes the Tampa Bay Rays. Explain that to me. Um, he has a relative that plays, plays the on team? the team. Yeah, maybe. Could be. Could be. All right, uh, let's get to it. Here we go. You know what time it is? It's now time for time for. Well, hurry, hurry! I can hardly wait. Ask Ben. Twitter. Send us your questions on Twitter now. All right, let's do it. Here we go. It's Ask Ben. Your questions are answers for the rest of the hour, as Larry King would say. Larry doesn't hate our show. I have Larry's number. Should we call Larry and wake him up? Prank call him? I probably would get in trouble for that. All right, Koopa Loop, the master of ceremonies, Coop. Let's get her done, as they say here. What do we have? Ben, we're going to start with a question for you. Good. Uh, this is from Frank on Facebook. Hi, Frank. With the passing of Jeannie, who is now yeah. the oldest active member of the Maller Militia? Ooh, good question. That is a really good question. Let me think about that. Who's been with me the longest here? Uh, Cowboy? Yeah, but he doesn't call much anymore. Cowboy in Windsor is not a real active member. That is a really good question. I, I don't Off the top of my head, a lot of the guys, it's only been a couple of years, which is a long time to listen to a radio show. I guess maybe Blind Scott. Blind Scott's been seven or eight years, maybe maybe a little longer than that. I'm, I know I'm forgetting somebody. So for now, I'll say Blind Scott, and uh, I need some more time to come up with it. But my knee-jerk reaction is Blind Scott. All right, next. All right, Ben, uh, here's, a, uh, here's another one for you. All right, hello. Back-to-back and face-to-face and belly-to-belly and all that crap that we say. Yeah, all right. 
Yes. Uh, okay. Now, uh, this is... G- let me see here. I want to find out who who said it so I can give them credit. Oh, yeah, give them full credit because people love the thing. People love more than anything, Coop, is to hear their name on the radio. So if you don't say their name, what's the point of doing the question? People, That's right. The most important sound a person can hear is their name. Well, I can't find his name, but I remember the question. So no, the whole I'm sorry. Part, you got to give the person <laughs> the credit. They need the credit. Oh, I found it, Eric. Eric on Facebook. Hi, Eric. All right, Ben. Since you're one of the common man, unlike yeah. Fancy Pants Eddie Garcia, that is correct. I'm a man of the people. Yeah. I've never that's been. Why, to the, that's why I buy tickets and he sits never, in the press box. Never been to the Super Bowl. I'm not an elitist. I'm not in the mainstream media. That is correct. If Premier Networks and or FSR would pay yeah. for you to go to the Super Bowl, would you go or would you refuse on principle? Since you are the common man. Um, well, you know, I'm a man of the people, uh, and I, what I would do is I would have a Twitter poll. You know, it's funny the uh, the guy that runs the station in Boston called me up and he said, "Are they sending you to the Super Bowl?" And I uh, I laughed. I said, "That's uh, that's a pretty way. no." I I would have to consider going. I would have to consider. You know, it would be against everything I stand for, but I could share the experience. Uh, so I, I would consider it. But if the people don't want me to go, I wouldn't go. If the people say, that's "Ben, don't go." Stay home, Ben. Hold down the fort. I'm really good at holding down the fort. I've learned that. The building's never blown away since I've held down the fort here at Fox Sports Radio while all the stars go and run up their expense accounts. Not that I'm bitter. Not that I'm bitter at all. All right, next. All right, this is for everyone. This is from Cardiac Stanley on on Twitter. Back from the dead. Yes. Uh, For all we know, all about Eddie's expertise and experience with the Super Bowl, but I was wondering if any of you have been to the Olympics. No, uh, I have not. When I was a kid, uh, we were supposed to go. I, I guess that's not. I, I was at Olympic baseball. I, I went to an Olympic baseball game when it was at Dodger Stadium, but it wasn't actually an Olympic medal sport. So does that count? But like Mark McGuire was counts. on the Olympic I, team. I, I, was, I was a kid, but I remember going there. And the USA played Italy. I remember that because there were a lot of Italian guys with flags there. Going crazy. What about you? Uh, is that a group question? Yeah. Yes. All right, Eddie. Uh, I've not been to the Olympics, um, but I'm, look- not, I'm looking forward to the Olympics coming to Los Angeles in 2028. I hope I'm still alive. Eddie, <laughs> are you planning on checking out? No, I'm not, but you never know what's going to happen. I mean, uh, that's you know, true. I hope, I'm, I hope I get to see it. I'm waiting for the Olympics to be in North Korea, and then I want to go when it's in North Korea. Yeah. That would be interesting. Uh, Danny. That, that would be yeah. interesting, yeah. yeah. No, I've never got to go to an Olympic event, and uh, like Eddie, I would like to when it's here in Los Angeles. Yeah, I, I got to ask, like, when it's in L.A., like, they use a lot of, like, international feeds. We could maybe pick up some extra work. Hey there. Right? Yeah. Yeah. That'd be cool. All right. Uh, Koopa Loop. Uh, no, sa- same as the other guys. I've never been, but I would I would love to go. I think that'd be, I think that'd be pretty cool. All right. Very good. Let's keep it going. It's Ask Ben. Your questions, our answers. And who is next? All right. This is actually a question for Danny G. Uh, oh, it is from right. Matthew on Facebook. Danny G, why don't you ever play country music? <laughs> that's a good question. I I mean, we play Johnny Cash on the show. Oh, Playing some right now. I would like to play country music, but it's one of those kinds, it's one of those genres where some people detest it. They absolutely hate it. No, you can say that about any any well, genre. Yeah, there's but people I that think, hate a lot of the music you play, though. Yeah. Well, there's people that love a lot of different kinds of rock and pop and hip-hop and the mainstream and the cl- classic rock, but I think country 
is hard to play on a network because why? Because it's always my girlfriend left me, my dog's dying. <laughs> put, the, put the racist drop on yourself, Danny. <laughs> no, it's true. It, I it, think you've made the right choice, Danny. It's, no. it's a hard, it's a hard genre to play on a national but, but network. Isn't that like the one of the more popular music formats in commercial radio? Is country music? It does very well. Country. Tell music. me what network you've ever heard though where they bump back with country music. Well, I don't listen to Fox Sports Radio, so I don't know. Well, I mean, I listen to a lot of different networks, and it's just one of those genres that... Well, you could be a trailblazer, Dan. It's it's regional. I'll put it that way. It's like college football coverage. Yeah. All right. right. Uh, Here's a question for everyone. This is from Marvin, the Michigan man. Hi, Marvin. What is the dumbest way that you've been injured? Uh, dumbest way I have been injured. Does it does it count when you're intoxicated? Does it count when yeah. you're inebriated? Uh, that counts. I tripped on a escalator while uh, having a few too many. Like getting how, off an. How escalator. bad were you hurt? I messed up my knee pretty good. It All was right. a. Uh, was a couple. Of, I got hurt in a media baseball game. Does that count? I had to get carted off the field at Dodger Stadium because I got hurt. What? Yeah, and and, uh, <laughs> and former. Uh, that must have been a big cart. Ah. Wow! <laughs> How dare you, Jackass! Uh, former Monday Night Football sideline reporter Lisa Guerrero was there to make sure I, I uh, was okay. So, yeah, Eddie, uh, any uh, odd injuries? I, I mean, just stupid things like like getting out of bed, like pulling getting muscle in your back, and you're just yeah. like, what well, the happens. hell? It's called old age. I am, that, yeah, pretty much. Danny, anything quick? When I was a kid, I squished my hands in one of those rollback uh, garage doors. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, I did are, that once, yeah, too. Those are fun. Oh, Who hasn't oh. done that? Hurt like hell, but it yeah. wasn't, didn't cool. cause an injury. Two seconds. Anything? Jumping up and down on the bed. <laughs> split my foot open. New Year's Eve. Good move. Solid. It was, it was this year. Well, sometimes in life, the olive branch is not accepted. We have a perfect example in the sports world of that. Welcome in the beginning of another hour. It's the Ben Maller Show. We are in the air Everywhere, the vast Fox Sports Radio Network emanating live from the Geico Fox Sports Radio Studios. 15 minutes could save you 15% or more on your car insurance. Just visit geico.com for a free rate quote. Are we going to break down the meet and greet the Celtics had to get back on track against the Clippers? No, we are not. We are not going to do that. Are we going to talk about play it all you want? That's fine. That's all right. That's fine. Yeah. Best mascot in the NBA. Are we going to break down a urinating match between Damian Lillard and Russell Westbrook over the All-Star game? No, we're not going to do that. But there is a story that caught my attention, and it involves basketball, and it is a sport that we rarely talk about before the day after the Super Bowl. It is a sport that is very popular, but their season really begins a week from Sunday. Actually, a week from Monday, right after Super Bowl Sunday. And that is college basketball. There's a wild story uh, that a a fan of the Kansas Jayhawks, I don't know if you heard about this, but a, a fan of the Kansas Jayhawks decided that the team's coaching staff was not teaching the art of foul shooting properly, that there was something lacking in this department. So we are told that this guy showed up to the dorm area where the athletes hang out in Lawrence, Kansas, and decided, you know what I'm going to do? I'm going to offer up my services. I'm going to help these dopes out on how how to shoot foul shots because I can teach them. And it turns out that these uh, players, 
we believe it was the players, uh, were slightly uncomfortable with this, and they contacted the University of Kansas police. So the police were called. They show up to the dorm where the basketball players are hanging out, and the report was a man showed up multiple times offering free throw advice to the Jayhawks. <laughs> uh, and so so that's where we are with this. Now, the police showed up. By the time they had gotten there, the the perp was gone, right? He was out of there. He was, he was away. So let's discuss. Now, the question, is this something or nothing? It, it is absolutely something. It's something marvelous is what it is. This, this is See, the problem is that the world we live in today, everyone's assuming that there's something nefarious going on, something devious going on. That's not how I look at the story. That's not. My thoughts on this, you've got proactive, a good deed, and granny style. you got those three things. Okay, proactive, a good deed, and granny style. Number one... I am going to look at this story in a positive light. You know why? I'm a positive person. That's why. Positivity. Tranquility, the whole thing. All right, here's here's the deal. This fan was being proactive, right? He he saw a problem, and he's he's like, you know what I got to do? I got to solve this problem. He had ambition is what he had. He saw an issue, and he's like, you know what? I'm going to take care of this. I am going to circumvent the normal avenues like coaches doing this and I'm going to attempt to to give my services up for free but to assume that there was some kind of evil plot that is the wrong assumption now why is that the wrong assumption uh, because according to the reports out of Kansas the police have no intention of filing any kind of criminal report they didn't say which player I think we kind of know which player it was uh, or which group of players this guy was trying to give foul shooting advice to. But the assumption, the immediate jump to, well, this guy's up to no good, you don't know that, and I don't know that. You're assuming that he was up to no good. I say he's just a really passionate college basketball fan that loves Kansas basketball. In fact, he showed up wearing a blue and red windbreaker like a Kansas Jayhawks windbreaker when he wanted to offer this advice. And I would also consider the fact that he he likely did not suspect that there was anything wrong with this, that he was just trying to, you know, like like a, a good person, do a, an act of kindness. And that's part B of this. A, no good deed goes unpunished. So I am going to take the position that this was an overreaction, that, this is somebody that wanted to you know, chit-chat. No, I would understand it's annoying. It's like somebody showed up at my house and said, I want to teach you how to do radio. I might be a little offended by that. Potentially, I would be, I would be a little hurt by that. You know who should really be upset is Bill Self. Right? Because Bill Self is the coach at Kansas, and shooting foul shots is a plague for so many basketball players. There's a pandemic and it goes in flows, but it's, it, it, the ebb and flow of foul shooting, there's a lot of really good basketball players that have no concept how to shoot. And they will not do it because the, the way you could shoot foul shots where you'll shoot a very high percentage is 
something where you don't get a lot of uh, credit for it. You won't do it because it's very mascul- emasculating. Uh, you can't do it as a, as a big star college basketball player or NBA player. It's the Rick Barry style, otherwise known as granny style, where the underhand foul shooting can't do it right. You cannot look intimidating. You cannot look tough. You cannot look like you have any kind of bravado when you are kneeling down, spreading your legs, and and you're tossing the ball underhand through the basket. You can't do it. It's an impossibility. It is absolutely impossibility. So anyway, that's my my position on the Kansas basketball rhubarb involving foul shooting. How soon is it going to be by the end of the day today we find out who this guy was? I know my friends in uh, in, in Kansas and in in that region will be all over this. I, I have to imagine my guys over on Fesco in the morning, uh, they will be uh, hard at work in Kansas City. They'll be investigating this as well, trying to get to the bottom of it. So, All right, so Ben Maller's show on Fox. Now, there, the other story that, I, that caught my attention here involving the NBA, and it's a follow-up to a story that we talked about the other day. We, we like to pride ourselves that occasionally we're out in front on these stories, and the story here involves the NBA giving their blessing to gambling. And a rumor from the other day appears to be a fact. The NBA is going to cuddle up with your favorite bookmaker. And if you missed this, the the show we did a few days back, uh, the story is this. There's a little new information, but, but the NBA is, they're down. They're down with legalized sports wagering in America. With a caveat, of course. Uh, Adam Silver and his posse that work at the NBA have formally requested a set of guidelines. And what does that mean? Uh, It means that if these guidelines are followed, game on, game on, wager on, we're good. And the the NBA is stipulating in this that they receive the 1% VIG, if you will, uh, that they get to keep that the, the bookmaker doesn't get, the the gambler gives that up. They don't get that back. They're going to get a one percent cut on any bet that is made involving an NBA game, and this would create a windfall, a financial windfall for the NBA. It's another avenue to make revenue. They don't have to worry about television and the TV business is having problems. They don't have to worry about any of that. So the, the question on this one is, how do you feel about the NBA going all in on gambling? My reaction to this is the same we've talked about. I, I want to know why it took so long. Like, why did this take so long? I don't get it. I mean, the, the, first, the first, I mean, you got David versus Goliath. You got, uh, you know, cash cow, the forbidden fruit. You got all that. But the first thing, when you talk about gambling in the NBA People have been betting on NBA games since the day the NBA was founded. Gambling is part of the human condition. And if you don't believe me, the the most famous book of them all, right? You know, David versus Goliath is in the you know in there and all that. The legend of David versus Goliath. Why is that such a big deal? Because it was an upset. If there was no point spread on it. If there was no biblical point spread on it, it wouldn't have been written or talked about. But the reason it was a big deal is because it wasn't expected. The, the point spread said that, that Goliath was going to win and cover the number, and Goliath didn't cover the number. Goliath lost. David covered the number and won outright, straight up. Now, secondly, the, the NBA and all of these U.S. sports leagues, they 
have no choice but to embrace gambling. Why? It is inevitable. It's going to happen. You've got death. We're all going to die. You've got taxes. You're going to have to pay taxes. You know these things are coming. You've got to deal with it. The NBA wanting 1% of the action for doing nothing, nothing, is a lot of chutzpah. That's a lot of chutzpah. And it's you know kind of like fantasy sports. Gambling will help bring in more interest to the NBA. They will then benefit from that. Now, I think they will end up getting the 1% because the lawmakers will be like, oh, sure, we'll give you 1%. Why not? But even at 1%, we've done the math on this. It's an estimate of about $10 million per state. Now, this is going to become a state's rights issue, gambling on sports. That's the expectation. It'll be state by state. And let's say 30 of the 50 states, or as Coop said yesterday, the 52 states, but 30 of the 50 states decide we want gambling, we want to bet on it, that would work out to $300 million uh, of, of revenue for the, for the NBA. They would just be rolling in it. They would be rolling in it. And uh, the last thing on this, th- this is the forbidden fruit, this gambling on sports uh, for, for many of the sports leagues in, in this country. And it's one of the few areas where we are really far behind much of the world. Like you look at Europe, they're more advanced. You, you go to the British Open, or they just call it the Open, you can bet on the Open. They have, like, kiosks across the street. Same thing with soccer. You can go to a little betting kiosk and put a bet down on the pitch. Here you're seen as a heathen. Uh, it's, just, it's just ridiculous. But that's, of course, changing, too, because Vegas is getting a bunch of teams. All right, so uh, the, the Ben Maller Show on Fox, Edmund, Dallas, Steamboat, Willie, Garcia on a newbie night. Well, it's uh, it's funny you bring that up. Newbie man. morning. We have uh, we may have some controversy involving newbie night, and uh, I've been informed by our producer, Justin Cooper, that uh, we, we thought we had a call from Jed who fled earlier in the show. Yeah, that was Jed. And Coop claims that Jed had called in later, and he talked to him, and that Jed claims he did not call in no, earlier. He's lying. See, this is the problem with your your over under BS. No, there's no ben. controversy because, here because, at all. Because you mark it as a regular caller if you think you it's recognize re- the voice. He just called me four hours or five, whatever the hell it was when I was doing the Boston show. He called yeah, me up. Yeah, exactly. So and I, I just could ta- recognize his voice. Apparently, you can't because I could it wasn't recognize him. That was him. No, you are that awful was, at no, recognizing. You think I am you're not so awful. good at recognizing I am better the voices. Than you. I should be no, the screener. No, I if could you were in the screener, there would I be six the... newbies no, that have gotten not. in already. Not at all. Absolutely. Not at all. It was not I, Jed. How, you just it was think Jed. anybody with a Yet ridiculous, again. Like, again. slow southern drawl that is, is Jed who fled. You're racist. You know, other you're people racist. sound like you're that You're a southern racist is what you are. How you're dare you? You're the southern you racist. Hate, you hate people oh, from the south. You've got a southern drawl. You must be Jed who fled. I recognize the man's voice. He called me no, up. I did not. the Boston show. He called me up. Four-minute conversation. I just talked to him. He, I was like, you, you know he, you he, are? Goes, he goes, he goes yeah, hey, yeah, hey Coop, can, I get, on you with are a, can I get on with a golden you're, ticket? You're gullible. Why, why would he lie about this? He's a what, liar. What would be he the point? He went to jail. He found the show in jail. <laughs> what would be the point of him lying? He, he said, found the show in jail. He said, can I get on with a golden ticket? And I said, no, and you were already on, you jackass. No, he was and on. And he's like, what are you talking about? On the Boston show earlier? And I said, no, earlier. 
earlier tonight on newbie night. You're a sucker. You believed him. No, you're, you're a sucker a, you're because a you can't sucker. recognize it. You're a, and you're you a give lemming. me marks when you that don't even know Jed who's calling. Who fled? It was not Jed, Jed who fled. One fled. newbie Say it or with one, me. One Jed regular has gotten who through. Fled. Yet again, Jed I am the master fled. of the screener. <laughs> you are a liar. Dominic. You are a liar. There was only one newbie that got through. I bet you every No, you do not. I bet you every other call on here is Danny and Nashville doing a different voice. On this board, I got uh, Mike. Mike in Burlington. Hello, Mike. Hello, Mike. Look, this is What's Jed up? who fled. Look, this is Jed who fled right here. <laughs> no, not Jed who fled. All right. What's up, Mike? What do you got, man? I got a prop bet. Oh yeah, what you got, man? We're doing a contest here. We're going to submit some prop bets by 10 a.m. Eastern time, and these will, if they accept them. These will be really uh, real used prop bets on an offshore book. What do you got, Mike? Tom Brady is going to cry, win or lose. Who will Tom Brady cry at the end of the Super Bowl? Win or lose. Win or lose. All right, I wrote, I wrote it down. I wrote it down. And uh, about the steroids and the uh, Hall of Fame, yeah. I think if their stats and their records go in the record books. They should be able to go in the Hall of Fame. Yeah, just like the record books on our show, Mike, show that two regular callers have called one. in. Jed one fled. regular caller has gotten through today. That's a lie. Jed who fled and Danny in Nashville. You agree with me, right, Mike, your favorite host, Ben? You agree with me, yes? No, I don't think that was Jed who fled. That was Jed who fled. <laughs> Mike, yeah, I don't you know what? Pro. Mike, you see this? I wrote your prop bet down. You see it? Right in the trash, no. Mike. The right. jury has right. spoken. Right You're in the wrong. Trash. You ungrateful person, Mike. Wow. How dare you? How no, dare you? I that's thought a we, jerk move, Mike. Mallard. I thought we were friends, Mike. <laughs> This is exactly this is exactly what happened a couple times no, ago. No, a, can, stop. Uh, some Canadian caller came Hood. through, and you're like, some, "Oh, this guy yeah, sounds yeah, like he's yeah, from Canada. Yeah, it must take, be Enzo." Take a shot at Canadians. You rip Southern people, people oh, in Canada. Man. You're just a rebel, Koopa Loop. You're a, you're you're out of control. And then when Enzo called up to say, "Hey Ben, that wasn't me. It was Enzo. You counted him that again as a regular Enzo. caller. Well, he that's, did get on the air because you did shady. He did get on the air. That's what happened." All right, it's, uh, what are we doing here? Thank you. Uh, <laughs> yelling in the night. feel like i got to play country music all hour now to make yeah. it up to the Southerners. All right, so yeah, yeah, and can we, well, we, we're in the, uh, the the pooper, the, the porta potty with Shatner, the great Canadian. Are all, are all people in Canada that sensitive and delicate? I don't understand. I, I don't get it. Just chill out. If you don't know what we're talking about, go back and hear the podcast. Eddie Garcia will puck the world, I think. We'll do that. We'll do it next. You have to multitask to navigate through life, so make sure to like the Ben Maller Show in the cyber world. Join our Facebook radio family. It's the Maller Militia's springboard on the social media. Go to facebook.com slash Ben Maller Show. You can submit jokes, questions for Ask Ben, and more. And now live from the Geico Fox Sports Radio studios, it's Ben Maller. Our friend Ozzy. Ozzy JB, he says he's a first-time Twitter user. He's listening from Australia right now. He says sports gambling has been legal here for years for most sports. We can bet on the Super Bowl legally. You can bet on the Super Bowl legally in Australia. What's up with that? Uh, He says the only issue the general public had was when the odds and pricing were put on televised events at the bottom of the screen. 
Jesse Mufton. Good day, mate. Well, first of all, thanks for listening. And secondly, I'm jealous. I'm jealous. Now, I'm, I'm fortunate enough I live close enough to to Vegas where I can get there when I want. But it would be much more convenient to, you know, just kind of stay in your pajamas and put a bet down. You know what I'm saying? Not have to go to the neighborhood bookie. All right, let's uh, keep it going. It's newbie night. All new callers. Old school. Old school is in Indy on Fox Sports Radio. Hello, old school. I'm a rookie. What's up, Big Ben Maller? Hello, old school. Uh, first time, long time listener, first time caller. One of my favorite what's, radio cliches. I love it. What's up, Eddie? Yeah. What's up, Danny man? G and the Koopa Loop. Yeah. You're an old. Hey, you're an old regular. You're old that school. Was, yeah. Yeah, Ben. What? What? Look, man. What? You got to stop cheating on these games. I'm man. not cheating. I'm not cheating. Don't start with me, old school. I'm not <laughs> cheating. Not, that was not Jed who. That fled, was man. Jed who fled. Koopa Loop's no, a sucker. He believes because Jed called up and he's very Koopa convincing. Loop was right. No, he's not right. You're wrong. Koopa Loop's wrong. I Jed the is Koop, Jed is a confidence man. Right. That's he, two and zero, oh, Ben. Do you know what a confidence man is? You don't know what a a confidence man. People have spoken. Is a con man. That's what my and I love Jed, but he's a con man. And Koopaloop no, fell no. for the con. He coops the guy out on you know in Times Square with a three card Monty game back in the old Times Square. He plays three card Monty and he's like, oh, I didn't win. Why not? I don't get it. Coop was right. Uh, you want you want to step outside and fight old school? You want to want to have a throwdown? Me and you? I'll go fight you right now. Hey, <laughs> I am old to the school. I'll take oh, really? you out, Ben. Oh, you're not going to take me out. No, 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 no. That's not, you're not going to beat me. Hey, I will ben, take you down. I've yes. got a prediction. Hey. Yeah, all right. Ratings what? What? going down in the Super, Do- uh, Super Bowl, Ben. The ratings are good. So he ain't. Yeah. Philly's winning. Philly's taking them out. He said Brady's going down. Oh, I thought he said the ratings are going the, down. The team. Uh, the team is going down. Now you're wrong. That's lose, all right. Uh, the Patriots cannot lose. I am a beloved They are going to lose. Now that I'm a beloved Boston media figure, the Patriots will not lose. They are guaranteed to win, and I cannot They will lose. That is, you're wrong. I don't care if you can yell, you can shout, you can pout. All about. It does not matter. The Patriots are not going to lose the Super Bowl. Right. They are going to lose. Oh, you just keep. Uh, thank you. You right. remember I told you that, Ben? Yeah, I will remember and I will laugh at you when the Patriots win. That's what I will do. All right, thank you. Name Brand Jim is in Southern California, and I am told that he is planning on saving Newbie Night. Let's see if he saves Newbie Night. Let's find I'm out. I'm hoping to save Newbie Night. I'm a card carrying newbie, hopefully riding in on a white horse to save Newbie Night for Eddie. All the regulars, Real Talk, Weed Man, Hippie, Blind Scott, and the bevy of others, they all made a first call like I'm making right now. And everybody wants to reach the, the apex, which Real Talk has, has reached. So I have a lot of respect for him. But, and I'm going to show my age now, I'm a semi-geezer, Wes Unseld was a basketball player for all you kids out there listening that don't know, and Freddie Lynn was a baseball player. They both were Rookie of the Year and Most Valuable Player the same year. There's no reason that a first-time, a meager first-time caller like myself, yeah. although if you go by name brand, you know, you're not generic, no. can't be the rookie caller and the best caller of the year. Yeah. But we'll, we'll see what's going to happen well, down I, the road well, from that. I, I want to point out name brand, Jim. That's the first time ever in my career that the names Wes, and Wes Unseld and Fred Lynn have been said together. I know. That shows yeah. you how old I am. Uh, anyway, I've got a, as I said, I've got a lot of respect for Real Talk. I'm not worthy of a golden ticket yet, 
But yeah. I'll tell you, the next time I call, keep, yeah. keep your eyes close. To, can, can you see Coop when, when he's answering the phones? Because his eyes are going to dilate. His arms might start flailing. And I'll probably get bumped to the top of the line re- regardless yeah. once he knows it's yeah. me the next time yeah. around. Well, and, cl- clearly, and, and might I add, uh, if, if you were, you know, these, they used to have these things called baseball cards, you'd be a rated rookie. You'd oh, yeah. Be a rated oh, no, rookie. I, I, yeah, I know yeah, baseball. Yeah. I, yeah. I, baseball. You know, you have, you have a high ceiling. Absolutely, yeah, yeah. and 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 lots just to of, close lots it of off, ups, I'm going to say one more upside. thing. I'm going to get everybody, make everybody some money. Everybody likes to make money, right? So there's a slot. If you have talent, there's a slot for you. Okay, like Cody Bellinger had to have a slot. Now maybe maybe there's enough slots on the Big Ben Maller show for me to be slotted. I don't know. That that's to be determined. But maybe you you may maybe better tape this and play it for Don Martin or whoever your boss is, and you guys can have the cabal going like. Um, Dave Roberts and Andrew Friedman and, and Farhan yeah. Zahi, and you can be shuffling regular callers onto the DL so they can rest oh, and making room I, for I, me. That's I something like to that. think about. That's actually a good idea. So, like, when, when we get tired of one of our regulars, we're like, all right, let's put him on the DL for a couple of nights. We'll call up name brand Jim. Absolutely. Like, all right, that's, it. that's a good idea. And then I might, I might be in the show for good. I may never go be. back down like Bellinger. That's a good point. Anyway, all right, thank anyway you. that's all about right, all I've go. got. All let, right. the, uh, let the social media explosion begin. Yeah, I know. They're very popular. Everyone's going to be – the name, jam, name brand Jim will be trending, unless it's not. It's a five-tool prospect right there, Ben. <laughs> yes. He's got a high upside and a big backside. I don't know, what the, I don't know what's going on with that. He can really sling it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. High uh, motor. Yeah, he's a high motor guy. Uh, Plays sideline to sideline. He does all the little things is what he does. He does all he's the little caller. things. He's a, just yeah. a caller. Yeah, no, yeah, yeah. He is a caller, but he's more than that, Eddie. He's got the intangibles. You know, he's got the intangibles, and uh, and really good chemistry. Really good chemistry, uh, and the potential. Oh my God, the potential is man, is that great? All right, so Ben Mather show on Fox. We'll have Puck the World with Eddie, and boy, a lot of Eddie. It's all Eddie all the time because he's here right now on Fox Sports Radio to give you the latest, Eddie. Well, Ben, we start with baseball where Chipper Jones, Jim Tomey, and Vladimir Guerrero, along with Trevor Hoffman, all receiving the necessary votes to be inducted into the Baseball Hall of Fame. Now, designated here, Edgar Martinez finishes 20 votes shy of getting into the Hall and seven-time NL MVP Barry Bonds and seven-time Cy Young Award winner Roger Clemens still not receiving enough votes to get in as well because of their involvement with performance-enhancing drugs. In NBA games, with note, Celtics snapped that four-game losing streak. The top team in the East wins in L.A. over the Clippers, 113-102. to Rockets down the Mavericks, 104-97. James Harden with 25 points and 13 assists for Houston. Spurs down the Grizzlies, 108-85. Trailblazers top the Timberwolves, 123-114. Damian Lillard, 31 points for Portland. And the Sixers beat the Bulls 115 to 101. Ben Simmons a triple double for Philadelphia, 19 points, 17 rebounds, and 14 assists. The support is brought to you by True Car. Online car shopping can be confusing, but not anymore with True Price from True Car. Now you'll know the exact price you'll pay for your next car. So visit True Car and enjoy a more confident car buying experience. Now Ben to the NFL, where we had heard reports that Steelers star running back Le'Veon Bell was talking about retirement retirement in the offseason if the Steelers are going to try and put the franchise tag on him again. Yeah. Uh, of course, he talked about that before uh, the Jacksonville game. Some people were pointing fingers. He wasn't focused with the game because of he did was he thinking about his, his contract. Did he announce his retirement, Eddie? He, he did not. He, he did announced not. that okay. he is happy. 
He is happy, happy because happy, 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 apparently happy, the two happy. sides it's are happy time. they've made significant progress on a contract extension. Oh, thank uh, God. Le'Veon Bell said that he's happy right now, that they're a lot closer than they were yeah. after the last offer, which he turned down. Uh, apparently $12 million, uh, excuse me, $14 million. But anyway, uh, he says yeah. they are very close and he is happy with the progress well, I'm very, on a new contract. I'm very happy, Eddie, because uh, I know that a requirement of any job is that you're happy at your job. Because you cannot have a job where you're not happy. Unless, I don't know, 85, 90% of people are at jobs they're not happy at. I don't know. <laughs> Just spitballing. We're coming to you from the Geico Fox Sports Radio Studios. 15 minutes could save you 15% or more on your car insurance. Just visit geico.com for a free rate quote. It's newbie night. We've got Puck the World coming up in a moment. We've got all new callers all the time. Trucker Rob, real quick in Florida. He's a newbie. Hello, Trucker Rob. Hey, Big Ben. Uh, I'd like to go over a few things I've learned in the last five years listening to you. Oh, this is good. Uh, Thing, I, things you learn listening to the Ben Mather Show. Okay, what yes, do you got? Yes, sir. Yeah. Okay, we'll go with listening, uh, uh, losing, punk rock characters, and imitation. Okay, first of all, the most interesting and the best story always comes from the losing locker room. That is correct. Speaking of, yes. speaking of the losing locker room, uh, Ben, uh, some of the best radio is, is when you lose, uh, which is quite often, to uh, Eddie... Uh, Danny and the Coop de Loop. That is incorrect. Um, Mostly, you know, when you win, Ben, uh, that's that's a bad job by you. No, no, uh, it's a good job. Bad, bad radio. That's great radio. Uh, what are you and, and next, uh, the punk rock characters. You know, I'm an old punk rocker, and uh, what does that mean? It means that I'm an outcast. I'm a nonconformist. I'm a do-it-yourselfer. And I, I, you know, I look at you guys as the punk rock of sports radio. You guys are the outcasts. You're the you're the nonconformists, the non-cookie cutters. Of of sports radio. That is true. That is true. What does that do? These outcasts, we we come together, and it it allows all these eighty outcasts to come together and and have a platform to to voice uh, our opinion. Yeah, and and I I want you to know that this is not an act. I am paid like an outcast. I want you to know we're all paid like outcasts here. So we are, you know, like yeah, Weed Man and Real Talk, Blind Scott, you know, Cowboy, Mark, uh, Pencil Neck. Pencil neck, Ray. You're a pencil there neck. There you go. And, of course, Jeannie. And that was one of the reasons why I wanted to call tonight. You know, it really shows uh, the character you guys have by helping her on her journey. And you guys are some, some quality individuals. I have to say that. Uh, and now, imitation, uh, Big Ben, uh, that's the best form of flattery. And the Ben Maller Show is the best sports radio show and actually the best show on on radio yeah. well, uh, and you you Very guys provide a, a public service yes we do we're doing god's a, god's work yes you do because yes. you keep me engaged you keep me entertained and and you keep me awake you keep me wow this is great lines. can we just send this hold on uh, a second. jerk yourself away oh, no, shut, don't play that uh coop can you send this to our boss coop jerk yourself away my contract i might need to renegotiate my contract Send this to my boss. So, yeah. so thank you, you know what you uh, have. Uh, you know what you, Justin Trucker Rob. You have, you have a great skill set, is what you have, Trucker Rob, as a caller. You have great, a great skill set. Well, yeah. Well, thank you. Kyle. All right, all right. Thank, uh, you. thank I, you. I gotta go, but th- thank you. All right, there's a Trucker. Now, now, Ben, I have, I have a quick question. I know it's newbie night and all, but what? Oh, here we go. What if there's a what if there's a regular that hasn't called in in years that's on the line? They like a born again newbie. Yeah, I mean, I'll think about it. Because I, I do have somebody on line four right, that well, I was excited this. to hear from. All right, let, let's address that. We'll address that in a minute. All right. Uh, first of all, let me tell you about something that's very important in my life that has changed my life. It's now, I'm in, is this year two, I believe? Uh, my name is Ben Maller, and my I love sleep number. I can't get enough 
of these sleep number beds. And I'm looking forward to the weekend. Now, not just because it's the weekend and I you know, get a little time to refresh, recharge the batteries, but I will be spending extra amounts of copious time in my sleep number bed. It's great. And I do the radio show. I've been doing a lot of extra work on the side here, moonlighting. Uh, the last two days, I'm in my 14th hour of radio the last two days. Most radio shows are like three hours. I'm, uh, I'm doing 14 in two days. I'm not exactly paving roads here, but I do I do need some rest. Need some rest, and I go to Sleep Number. And the cool thing about Sleep Number is you can choose your ideal firmness on each side of the bed, so it's just right for both you and your partner. The new beds are so smart. How smart are they? They censor every move and automatically adjust to keep you sleeping comfortably throughout those long nights. Or in the case of us, if you're an overnight worker, you know, sleep during the day. That's what we do. Now, my sleep number setting is 50. I am right in the middle of the spectrum. Uh, my wife's, uh, she, she likes her bed at, I think it's 40. So we're a little different. We're somewhat close, but it's a little bit of a difference there. And in honor of 52 years of football's favorite Sunday, you can take $52 off any item over $100 from sleep number. And by the way, let me point out, have you tried their pillows? My go-to pillow? Sleep number pillow. Uh, and I'm not blowing smoke here. I Seriously. I, uh, that is my uh, – we have a couple pillows on the bed. And I always I, – I tell my wife, I say, leave that alone. Do not even touch that. That's my pillow. Do not touch my pillow. That is mine. Visit sleepnumber.com big game. Again, sleepnumber.com slash big game. Get your $52 coupon now through February 4th. Again, that's sleepnumber.com slash Big game. Eddie Garcia is a big game hunter, and he is about to puck the world. Here we go. What do we have? Puck the world. Puck, puck, well, puck, puck. Ben, puck. you don't have to be a hockey expert like me to know that the Chicago Blackhawks over the past decade have been one of the one of the real stellar franchises in all of the NHL. They've won three Stanley Cups. They've made the playoffs. But not nine anymore, years. Eddie. Not well, anymore. Maybe not. They are not a playoff team right now, and there's word that their goaltender, Corey Crawford, likely could miss the rest of the season. He's suffering through vertigo and uh, he's been out of the lineup since December the 21st now they said at the time he'd definitely be back uh, at some point but uh, now he hasn't been back and it's not looking good and he's been having a good season so it's just not turning out to be a good year for the Chicago Blackhawks the opposite for the Colorado Avalanche they were the worst team in the NHL last year they've already surpassed their total in points and wins from a year ago this year and they just wrapped up a 10 game winning streak uh, came to an end the other day, but 10 straight wins, and they right now are a playoff team. Nobody saw that coming at the beginning of the I year. I saw it, Eddie. I predicted uh, That's it. a lie. Brad Marchand is uh, a guy of your Boston Bruins who's going to be playing I, I, in the All-Star yeah. game this weekend, even though he he's just suspended. got slapped yeah. with a five-game suspension. I've been told that he's Marchand. For elbowing a guy in the head. Guy, so in, guy in Boston was complaining because I said it wrong. That's fine. Yeah. Uh, so, again, he is suspended for five regular season games, but he will not be suspended for it's the All-Star game. Marsh Hand. And another Boston Bruin, rookie yeah. Charlie McAvoy. Oh, thanks for all oh, this Boston yeah, talk. Uh, yeah, undergoing a heart procedure. Ooh, uh, ooh. He's going to be out a couple of weeks. They're hoping, though, he's going to be okay. Had a kind of a normal heart rhythm, but yeah. they have uh, hopefully fixed that. And a good-looking good young rookie, hopefully that'll be okay. Uh, finally, uh, well, actually, not finally. Joe Thornton, uh, future Hall of Famer, veteran for the San Jose Sharks, suffered a I've heard of him. serious knee injury. Not, he got his beard ripped out the other day, but he also uh, suffered a serious knee injury last night. Uh-oh. And they're going to say he's out for several weeks. Uh, and finally, some sad news, unfortunately, we have to pass along, but the hockey world was kind of shocked when 
Uh, Jim Johansson suddenly passed away this week. Longtime executive with Hockey USA. He's been a head coach for the national team and been organizing uh, that team for, for, for quite some time. Died in his sleep at the age of 53. That's and, not that uh, old, man. No, it is not. It's not, not that old at all. And, that uh, sucks, man. That was, uh, that was some sad news this week. So that's your Puck the World Report. You know, you always hear when you die in your sleep, you always imagine how peaceful it is. But I don't know if it is or not. I agree. We don't know. I mean, we don't it know for sure. It sounds good, but you know, uh, maybe everyone, it's terrible. Maybe it's the worst thing ever. Yeah, I mean, everyone would choose that. If you could choose your exit, you'd choose, well, okay, I'll choose that one. But you don't really know until you go through it, you know. Maybe you, like, wake up and you're like, you know, I don't know. I hear you. I know. I know. I thought I, I, you're not weird. I've thought that too. Yeah, I have thought about that. I was like, because everyone says the same thing, and I'm like, well, I don't, you don't really know for sure, you know, until well, there's only one way to find out, Eddie. All right, it's right. Uh, well, hopefully yeah. not for a long time. All right, so Ben Maller show on Fox. We got fact or fiction. We're gonna have to we're gonna have to get this in on a newbie night. We will do that, and we will do it next. We do things a little differently than those dime a dozen sports talk shows, but we can't do it alone. We need your help in spreading the gospel about our unique brand of talk radio. Use your voice on social media to show your support for the Ben Maller Show. Now live from the Geico Fox Sports Radio studios, it's Ben Maller. All right, we got to fly. It's newbie night, and it's fact or fiction. We don't need the big, highly produced open. Let's uh, let's say hello to everyone real quick here. Uh, Soup Kitchen Brett. Hello, Brett. Hello, Brett. Hi there, Brett. Hello, Brett. Welcome, man. Good to have you. Hold on a sec. And uh, you, you work in a soup kitchen, yes? I run a soup kitchen, yes. All right. Cool, man. That's good. All right. Hold on a sec. And Brian in representing the- coffee, two creams, one sugar. One yeah, sugar. Two creams. Hey. He's ordering right now. He's ordering. Hey. hey, how's it going, Ben? Where you at, Brian? You're ordering some coffee or something? What you got? Hey. I'm up in Canada, Burlington. Yeah, all right. You represent you the entire. I'm, I'm pretty good, thank you. We don't have a lot of time though. I don't have time for small talk. No, no, go, I, go, go. All right, thank you. Yeah. Right. Uh, Jeremy in Houston. Hello, Jeremy. Yeah, how you doing, man? You sound excited, Jeremy. Yeah, I'm super excited. Yeah, thank you. Uh, <laughs> all right. Wolfgang Ricky in <laughs> Tennessee. Hello, Wolfgang Ricky. Hello, Ben. <laughs> Uh, oh, I like Pencil next. Yeah. All right. Uh, hold on, Ricky. Uh, the matriculator. Hello, matriculator. Yeah. We need the uh, Ben Maller William Shatner friendship trail up here in Minnesota. Listen, I have not done anything to to cause this kind of untrust with Shatner. I don't know what his problem is. Uh, oh, look at this. The Mad Clown. Hello, Mad Fox Clown. Radio, the Mad Clown in the house, baby, representing the Maller oh, Militia. Oh, Mad Clown. Legendary up, artist. He drew uh, that that T-shirt you made was amazing uh, back in the day, Mad Clown. That was awesome. Back in the day. Times have changed, Ben. I know. I have that sleep number pillow. Puts me to sleep. Can't get up and make calls, brother. It's your fault. Good advertisement there. I know, but that, I have that artwork, uh, Mad Clown. You're a, you're a talented artist, man. You are you Thank are you good. Sir. All right, all right. Hold on a sec. All right, we got to get to it. Here we go. Fact or fiction? Three stories, which you don't have time to do. Story number one: uh, Take a bite at Sammy Sosa's. Well, that's right, Sammy Sosa. Not so much in the news these days. The former Chicago Cub star, but we are pretty sure that he isn't Mexican. Uh, that has not stopped a Mexican restaurant located in India from naming itself after him. 
Their own description states Sammy Sosa is perhaps not authentically Mexican, but the restaurant is the best Indian take on the same. All right. Uh, Story number two, get a Tom Brady shake. There's a spot in Manhattan called Black Tap Burgers and Beers and uh, apparently known in the New York area. And they have all kinds of outrageous milkshakes. And sure enough, a TB12 shake featuring vanilla and avocado ice cream. And uh, uh, disgusting. And it's garnished by an entire salted caramel-covered apple. Okay. Uh, Count me out. And story number three, Money Manziel at it again. Johnny Manziel wants to keep playing in Canada. Manziel is looking to make some money on the side. In the meantime, earlier this week, he uh, debuted his new clothing line. It's uh, called the Comeback Season. And so that's available as well. All right, we got to get to this. We don't have time. Here we go. Uh, And one of these is not true. You have to separate fiction from fact. Soup Kitchen Brett, one, two, or three for the win, Brett. A newbie night. Weed man, hippie. I love you, man. It's number two. (laughs) Number two. All right, Brett. Be be good in the soup kitchen, man. Thanks uh, for calling. We'll have more time next time. Uh, Brian in all of Canada, he just placed his order. Brian, what's the answer? One, two, or three? I got number three, Ben. Number three. All right. Uh, thank you, Brian. And Jeremy in Houston, the always excitable Jeremy. One, two, or three? Yeah, Ben, I got uh, I got to say number three. Yeah. All right. Well, chip her up there, all right? Yeah. Uh, you got it. All right, buddy. Hang on. Life's short. Try to. Find some joy. Wolfgang Recky in Tennessee. Woo! <laughs> in 1924, the first Winter Olympic Games opened in Chamonix, France. We'll take number two, Ben. Number two, Wolfgang Ricky says, and the matriculator. Matriculator, one, two, or three. I dare to be contrary. Let's go with number one. Number one, taking a bite out of Sammy Sosa, and... Not last but not least, the Mad Clown. One, two, or three, Mad Clown. Is there alcohol in Canada, Ben? Uh, number three, Manziel making a comeback. All right. Really? All right, we love you, Mad Clown, but you you lost it this game. It's this the fake story's number two, the Tom Brady story. That's the fake one, the shake story. At Bed three six five, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. The journey to a smoke-free future can be a long and winding road. But if you're ready for a change, consider taking Zinn for a spin. Zinn Nicotine Pouches offer a fresh way to discover your nicotine satisfaction. Anywhere, anytime. No smoke, no spit, and no lingering odor. Get in gear with the Zinn 10 Challenge and enjoy 10 smoke-free, spit-free days for just $5.95. Order online and start your new journey today. Warning, this product contains nicotine. Nicotine is an addictive chemical. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. 
he says, somebody's in the house. And I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote.